Welcome back to the best book club in the multiverse. This is the latest session of the Geek Explained Book Club, where every single Friday, I, alongside my amazing friends, are going through every single issue of every single volume of Brian Michael Bendis, Mark Bagley, Trevor Harrisy, Mark Brooks, Stuart Imminent, David Lafuente, Takeshi Miyazawa, Rafa Sandoval, Sarah Pacelli, Chris Samney, Joel Jones, Jamie McKelvey, Scotty Young, Gray Bill Hardman, Ryan Hitch, Lee Garbett, Steve Kurth, Eric Nguyen, Carla Pagulian, Salvador LaRocca, Clayton Crane, Lucas Ross, Billy Tan, Mitch Breitweiser, and David Marquez is Ultimate Spider-Man. I said right before we went on mic that I was going to try to do it in all one breath. I almost made it. I almost mm-hmm. made it. It's Four Pagulian. days to go. It's the Pagulian is the one that gets It's the Pagulian you. that always gets Pagulian. me. Uh, but yeah, we're talking Pagulian. Ultimate Pagulian! <laughs> Pagulian! It's the Pagulians! My, my Dinkelberg, that's going to be Genesis. my, my con. <laughs> Pagulian! Genesis! Give me Genesis! <laughs> yeah, we're talking uh, Ultimate Spider-Man. Specifically, we're talking the five-part crossover between the 616 and the 1610 entitled Spider-Man. Written by Brian Michael Bendis with art by Sarah Pacelli. Uh, this is the Spider-Man of two worlds. I kind of wish they had done the homage cover of both of them running on either side of the theme. That should have been a variant yeah. cover. Should have but been I'm sure yeah. that would incredible. I'm, I'm sure they would have shit on for that because it's... 100 hundred percent people across the street but (laughs) they still should have done it and someone should do art of that because i think that would be incredible yeah and they're both trying to save like i don't know the one person save one person at the same time oh no just have it be the person who's got the falling oh shit that'd be good that'd be good uh but yeah so we are talking uh spider-man and i'm joined of course by the only two men who i would trust to navigate an alternate earth where i'm both alive and dead i'm schrodinger spider-man first off uh he's the man who's got enough avatars to fill up a ready player one movie it's jacob brown aha uh-huh. i'm great and mysterious and also an o and i'm also joined by the man who's the better version of earth 2 malcolm it's malcolm russell nelson yeah, uh, the other version of me is white, which is really unfortunate. <laughs> so, sorry to hear that. <laughs> and so I'm, of bad. course, uh, your your old pal, the multiversal Eric Azana. Gentlemen, we're talking Spider-Man. And this happens because I remember, I remember reading this like a long time ago. I've read it once. So mm-hmm. my memory had no context of anything that was going on at the time. And I didn't realize this came so early on in Miles' time as Spider-Man. Uh-huh. Like, he doesn't even have web shooters yet. Yeah. Nope. He doesn't have the webs. Like, he's still, like, early levels of Gotham Knights. He hasn't done his Night Watch. Yeah, exactly. His, his he hasn't done any of the training stuff. Yeah. yeah. Like, side yeah. quests. Like, he doesn't have his traversal abilities yet. Nope. Does not have the traversal abilities. You know, very difficult. <laughs> still, he's still to get around. leaping across rooftops. You know. Old school Golden uh, Age Superman. I get it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You know, he's starting to he's starting to unlock some of the uh, some of the fast travel points, though. Yes, he is. So he is, he is doing Boy, that. Boy, is he. There's a couple <laughs> moments in this where I'm like, and he's there now. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
yeah so we're talking spider-man uh jacob have had you read this story before not at all not, not at all i um uh i didn't even know if i was wanting to ask was there an event that going on that made this happen or was this just introverted into the uh this, ultimate this was the event series? this was just the event okay yeah this was that's, just coming out at that time they put out this book uh that's why Sarah like, kelly is no longer on uh the main miles or not on the main miles book at this time uh because she's doing the art for this that's very funny it, this very much feels like um when spider-man and invincible met each other in that like marvel hundred percent like this yes. is honestly what this feels like it's, yes it does it's, it's just expanded into four issues five issues that i that needed to be <laughs> i love it malcolm what was it like for you revisiting the story i honestly reread this every like couple of years or so because really I think, I think this is one of the best marvel stories oh it's dope but, as hell. yeah i think this is one of the like honestly if you put it like top 10 marvel stories i think wow this is awesome. i would have to think about that but I, it's uh, not top five but i think it could be top 10 um because I, I, I think the story is absolutely fantastic because it it is pure just emotional beats. Yeah. And that's such an interesting thing for such a big like crossover of like, oh, we're meeting the two Spider-Men. Mm -hmm. And for it to be 90% emotional beats is awesome. Yeah. Is Especially awesome. if you have like all of the context in it. Exactly. Because I was reading uh I believe I was reading the main line Spider-Man at the time. Yeah. And this happened, and I was like, all right, I don't know what the fuck's going on over there, but there is uh cool, cool, yeah. great. Yeah, this is an interesting time for mainline Peter too, because this is during the big time era. Big time, uh, which is you know goaded. Big uh, time, it's not big time, Mr. Big uh, Man. Or is it <laughs> no, not the big man. <laughs> not the big man. Not the big man. He's no, dead, no. though. He's might dead. be alive again. <laughs> he's yeah. the big man he's, he's the big, big man. man he's gonna live forever he's the big man <laughs> uh but yeah i i love this story so much uh it's a delight to reread man it really really is and looking at like while reading through this getting a uh getting a look at all of the uh alt covers the variants mm -hmm. oh, yeah fantastic mm -hmm. yeah i was gonna say the uh the alt cover idea that i had of the spider-man of two worlds would have been perfect for marcos martin but marcos martin oh, already yeah. did a variant cover for the second issue yeah he did. <laughs> it looks great yeah he like did. everything that marcos martin does mm -hmm. marcos martin is a goat the quintessential spider-man artist i think whoa i think he might for me i think he might be the tops Top cop. Top cop. Top artist. <laughs> Top Marty. <laughs> Marty, you gotta draw a Spider-Man. I need all the pictures of Spider-Man you can get me. Oh, be in the future. He would be so fun as J. Jonah He would have been amazing as J. Jonah That would be wild. That would be amazing like in the early 90s or or no like in, in back to know. the future time like yeah. oh yeah yeah perfect it's him is it's him is you know uh jay john jameson and obviously it's michael j fox's peter parker, it's peter parker oh like, my that's, God. that's a pretty solid setup movie that's pretty a pretty good pretty that's perfect. already really good yeah. and Especially eric Daniel. schultz's uh eddie brock yes 100 <laughs> and he goes spider-man 3 style with eddie brock where he's just oh the shittier God. version of peter parker it's so good oh shit yeah that's that would be awesome too, 
That's way too awesome. But what is what is Biff? What's Tom Wilson gonna be? Is he like is he just Flash? Oh, he's Thompson. Or he's he's Flash Thompson. Okay, we're just. But he's like he's like the worst. He's he's ultimate Flash Thompson. He's Mm -hmm. ultimate Flash Thompson. Yeah, because he's the worst version of that character. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, for sure. Shit, you could really make that movie. That'd be good. It's really good. Thompson would be an amazing Mary Jane. Jane, amazing. Yeah, or Gwen Stacy. I I would say Gwen Stacy. Honestly, or Gwen Stacy. Yeah. Or Liz Allen, she'd be great as anybody. Any, yeah, uh, Leah Thompson's <laughs> wonderful, and I don't think she gets enough credit for absolutely, especially I, like her directing efforts now. Like she's a very like competent director for TV. Uh, they, they, really, MCU is yeah, yeah. MCU yeah. is yeah. talking she, to them. She, she's, she's been uh, she's been directing like like DC TV show episodes and shit like. And like yeah. a bunch of other stuff, like yeah, she she's been directing. Uh, she's pretty awesome. Interesting. They, she the MCU, directors. the MCU actually contacted her to be like, "Would you be interested in making a yeah, I directing a Tower of the Dark movie?" And they're oh. like, "Maybe." And I was like, "Please." Huh. <laughs> you know what would be interesting as well? Maybe not that specific time period version of him. Crispin Glover would have been an incredible Norman Osborn. Norman Osborn? I was oh, thinking yeah. I was thinking that, yeah. Like maybe around like Charlie's Angels. I would say era, Charlie's Angels, Crispin, Crispin Glover. Glover. Yeah. Would be either an amazing uh Green Goblin or an amazing Hobgoblin. Like <laughs> you know what? You Screw know what? It. Like, Hob he would Goblin. be fucking yeah. awesome. Hobgoblin. Hobgoblin. Roderick all the way Kingsley. Roderick. He would be awesome. Either, <laughs> either Roderick Kingsley or Jason McIndale is what I kind of see. From he him. could honestly be he Ned Leeds, too. He could. Oh, he absolutely Ned could. run the whole table that, of Hobgoblin. That specific, just just the many faces of Hobgoblin. He yeah. does all yes. three characters. He'd be fucking yes. awesome. He'd crush so it, too, because Crispin Glover is an underrated actor. Very yeah. agreed. The, the, this feels like that time that we realized that you could create an incredible Superman movie out of the cast of The Mummy. Oh, I know. I feel like uh, we just need to keep doing this. Uh, I know. Uh, <laughs> keep doing this. Welcome back to uh, movie revamp. <laughs> I, I don't. I don't. I don't move have amp. For it. Move, move amp. amp. Welcome back to Move Amp, the podcast. Move amp. <laughs> <laughs> Where we do uh, a movie, but better. We fan yeah. cast your movie, but it's better. Yeah, exactly. So let's talk about some Spider-Man. Oh, yeah, that's right. Spiders. Uh, chapter one. It takes place immediately in Earth 616, which I dig. I like Pacelli drawing 616 Spider-Man. How can you tell that this is where that is? Because he's because got great webs. Baby. Because of the lettering, baby. Because he's got great yeah. webs. No, because of green webs. No, stop. He does not. He does not. I mean, he doesn't have green webs in the 616. I don't know what to tell he you. He does not. That's the only signifier between the two. He doesn't have green webs. So Corey Pettit is the letter on this book. And Corey Pettit, well done on the lettering. Because there's specifically different lettering between the Ultimate Universe and the 616 Universe. And that's awesome. Oh. Yeah. Ultimate I Universe has lowercase. The the way I put it together was like there's no Tisca uh, Tiscalian or whatever in the water. Oh, Tiscalian, yes, you're right. Tiscalian. Yeah, there's that's how I picked it. I, think I was there like, oh, is there's a moment. There's also that ugly Stark Tower that they made Avengers Tower <laughs> for, yeah. the, for the heroic age. That yeah. really ugly yeah. design. Uh, well, because I don't I don't know if you guys noticed this, but in the start with that big panel that shows Spidey uh, swinging. It's paralleled with when he goes through the portal 
and you get that mm-hmm. big like two page splash of the city. It's the exact same shot. Yeah, it's it's pretty like, much the same shot, right? Like yeah. Jay, Jacob pointed out, it just now has the Triskelion. Yeah, which I think yeah. is super cool. Yeah, yeah, it's a good touch. But yeah, so Spidey is doing his thing, uh, gray webs and all in the six one six, and he is taking down a van jacker, a truck jacker, some kind of jacker, mm-hmm. and he. Oh, easy there! This is a family friendly show. It's a six one six. They're adults. <laughs> so, uh, what a terrible name for a D list like Spider Man villain. The, the jacker. jacker. The Jacker. Hey, it's two letters off from the Jackal. You do the math. Oh, <laughs> he would be the kind of person. I mean, he absolutely would. That actually, I guess, kind of is absolutely <laughs> fucking creepy. Yeah, that kind creepy of is. little bastard. Miles CLB. Yeah, yeah. yeah. he is yeah. a CLB. Miles Warren CLB. So Spider-Man mm-hmm. stops the crime. It's a classic PS4. You got to stop the car. And yep. he's immediately... <laughs> he, he hit that X button in just the right amount of just time. Just the right time to stop the car. Remember, uh-huh. you got the handbrake. You got uh-huh. the handbrake to like spin around a little bit. Mm-hmm. And so the cops show up, and apparently across both 1610 and 616, cops are quick on the trigger. And they... Oh, it's pull... New York City, so... You're yeah. right. And they pull their guns on Spider-Man, and I love this moment where they're like, take, the, take off the mask and get down to the ground. He's like, no. And he just... Yeah. Up and sl- launches himself into the air. I it's love that sick. shit. It's sick. And as he's swinging home, he sees a bright magenta light, a purplish hue shooting out into the sky. He thinks it might be house. a collectible. So he has he's like, I'm two <laughs> backpacks away from unlocking that costume. Yeah, he, he said that that looks kind of like one of those collectible beams. So I'm going to go ahead and grab that. <laughs> I'm going to go check it out. A few Gotham Knights players. It looks like it looks a little like bit batarang. of that bat that battery light. <laughs> Just really thick. Really, really <laughs> thick with two C's. Hey, everyone, real quick. Uh, play Gotham <laughs> Knights. It's fantastic. Here we go. Yeah, that's it. Just play Gotham Knights. It's fantastic. People shit on it a lot for no good reason, and it's a really fun game. It becomes more fun the more you play it. Yeah, and co-op mode is the most fun you'll have. It rules. It, it rules. Rules. <laughs> so hard yeah so back to spider-man back he to Spider-Man. comes to this uh <laughs> to this warehouse where you know he does his sneaking in thing and he finds this little vortex this little purple vortex alongside a little setup little uh bat suit case of different suits it, it starts talking to him and starts going Mark Grayson, your time has been great. Stop. And now it's time for the reboot. Stop. And he jumps in and he's all of a sudden like a 1960s Marvel. <laughs> oh my God. That would be Can awesome. you imagine? Be like, what he's am like, I doing here? He's in, the, <laughs> he's in the bullpen with like Stan Lee and Steve Ditko. And they're like, what the? What? Yeah, he sits down right at like the table uh, yeah. in his house. And Uncle Ben is there. And Aunt May's bringing him wheat cakes. And he's like, what he's the like, fuck? What is what happening? <laughs> what is happening? What is going on? There's a moment later on in this that we're going to talk about that I like legit for a second, even though I knew what the status quo of comics was at the time that I was like, oh shit, we're going to talk about it later. Okay, but interesting. He is checking out this portal, uh, starts looking around the lab, and he realizes 
This is the lab of Mysterio. I love, I love the three panel thing of him realizing it, of him grabbing like the fishbowl fish and like holding it up and turning it a little bit. And then it, the, 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 it lines v- up with the suit in the background. Lines up right yeah. over the suit. And he's like, oh no. Oh and then no, you not see this jackass. <laughs> Our boy, Glenn Beck with a pipe. He just has a little <laughs> pipe because he's such a fucking loser. With those high yeah. eye nipples on his costume. Oh, my God. I love Mysterio's it costume fucking rules. I love 616 Mysterio so much. This, this is why it's my favorite villain, Spider-Man villain of all time. I just <laughs> wish great. he had the this... stupid bowl cut. I wish he had the yes. stupid bowl cut. Mm. That is the only mm. thing he needed. Mm-hmm. I love the idea of him like shaving his head, but man, oh man, that bowl cut is just so cute. Yeah, so he it drops the pipe down, breaks the helmet that Peter is holding. Uh, Pete kicks him in the face, and as he's about to apprehend him, Mysterio's just like, "No, why is it you? Why always you?" <laughs> and as uh, as Spidey pulls off one of those again PS4 takedowns where he webs yep. Mysterio pulls him to him and hits him right in the Boom. gut. Yeah. Really satisfying Spock, I want to mm-hmm. say there. Mm-hmm. Great stuff from Pacelli. Um, as he webs up Mysterio, Mysterio's saying some nonsense, right? He's shouting out, I missed out when you died the first time, not this time. Peter has no idea. He's no, got no idea what's going on. Uh, Mysterio goes to shoot him, ends up shooting the little vortex projector instead, and Spidey gets pulled into the vortex. And as the everything goes white, he comes back to consciousness and it's daytime. Standing in New York. Doesn't seem like anything's changed, though the skyline looks a little different. Uh, some stuff has changed. It looks pretty battle damaged. You're not wrong. A little bit. It uh, looks yeah. pretty worn because of the... Yep. <laughs> yeah. Also, I mean, there's, the building... there's, a, there's a pair of buildings here. I know. It's a, it's a rude choice. I know. It is a rude yeah. choice. Yeah. But also sets it apart from 616, which is supposed to be the world outside our window. Yeah, exactly. 9-11 absolutely happened because it was in the comics. Yeah. <laughs> and so Peter's like, I have no idea what's happening here, but I guess I'll go back. And he goes to, I guess, go to his apartment. Uh, no, it goes back to where Mysterio was. Yeah. Okay, gotcha. Mm -hmm. So he goes back to the warehouse, finds it's somebody's apartment, and has to bust out of there. He's like, oh, shit, I'm so sorry. He leaps out and swings away. He notices there's a building off off far away on an island. And as he swoops down to kick the ass of two muggers trying to take this guy's lunch money, uh, they run away. He helps the guy up, and he's like, hey, look, um, that's in real poor taste, bud. <laughs> it's my favorite running joke. It's, it's such a it's, good running joke. So like, my costume's in terrible taste. It's like, <laughs> we all we need all the heroes we can get, but that was uh, that was Peter Parker's. You really shouldn't be wearing it. And Spidey's just like, what the fuck did he just say? <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, I don't know what you're talking about. I'm gonna go, and he just swings off, awkward as hell. Until he spider senses someone near him, he turns and finds himself face to face with Miles Morales. What a cliffhanger for a first issue! This first issue might be one of the best first issues of a Spider-Man event. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, like, yeah. 
the way it disorients you, the way it disorients Peter. Yeah. Really, really good. Yeah. It's strong. Very strong. And like I said at the time, like I was just reading Spider-Man. And so like seeing this, I was like, what the fuck is what? Obviously, I had heard about Miles Morales. How could you not at that time? He was everywhere. Yeah. He was he was the John Kent of his era. Where he absolutely was. became very interested. S- suddenly, the world was invested in whether Spider-Man was a person of color or not. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Everyone decided to care. <laughs> Chapter 2 starts off with Mysterio waking up in his lab. And mm-hmm. he... Uh, realizes what's happened, sees that Spidey got pulled into the vortex, and realizes, okay, I gotta, I gotta figure this out. So he does and reveals and reveals. To us. Uh-huh. Now, give us this reveal. This is the sweetest thing. Mysterio goes over to his little workstation, presses a button on his arm, puts on this helmet, and reveals that he has been remote controlling Ultimate Mysterio. Six one six Glenn Beck is the ultimate Mysterio. He's just it's been so as a drone. And it's the coolest fucking thing. It's so good! It's when, it's... When, 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 when Mysterio first showed up, and I think like a couple weeks ago, Eric, you mentioned that you had read Spider-Man before, and I was like, oh shit, does he remember the reveal? I don't know if he remembers the reveal. I absolutely <laughs> did not. Because it's a huge <laughs> reveal to have in this book. And not have in the actual Ultimate Spider-Man book. Right. <laughs> Since Mysterio was a yeah. threat in that book for a few times. Like, this is a huge fucking deal. How, and it's awesome. How do we feel about this twist? Because on the one hand, it's super fucking clever that they yeah. decided to do this. Because I remember at the time, Mysterio wasn't doing a whole lot nope. in the 616 no. book. Nope. No. And I don't know they if skipped this was... over him with gauntlet stuff, which was like a couple years before. Like they skipped over Mysterio. Absolutely. And I like, don't there was nothing going on with him. I don't know if this was the plan from the beginning, but it's very cool. But yeah. at the same yeah. time, I'm I kind of wish Ultimate Mysterio had been his own thing because he was so cool and so different from 616 Mysterio. Mm-hmm. That, that's also... what I like about it, though, is that like he's I think Ultimate Mysterio is way cooler than 616 Mysterio. And right. it's very much like, you know, you're you're the lame one at, at uh, in middle school and then you go to a different high school than everyone else from your middle school. And then you kind of reinvent, reinvent yourself, yourself as the cool persona. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, it, it's yeah. very much that. But and Mysterio is... would totally do that because he's absolutely that guy. He is that guy. Very Hollywood obsessed and would do that because he sees that in like movies and shit. Like, yeah. <laughs> but at the same time, there there was that scene that we talked about that we were super, super hyped about where he was like, you keep calling me Mysterio. Okay, cool. I'll take that. Yeah. So I'm like, I don't think this was the plan. But again. No, but I, I think it works pretty well. Yeah. I think it's cool. It could have been. Hel- it could have been like really maybe he was. Too. Yeah, his whole VR helmet yeah. is really stupid looking, as it should be. It looks like a Spider-Man mask. Yeah, it, it, it looks really like Kane's right. Spider-Man mask when he's right. when he's on the mm-hmm. which is hilarious. which is hilarious because <laughs> <laughs> he hates Spider-Man. Exactly. I kind of like the idea that the fact that like. Um, this is absolutely a, a, a thing that Mysterio would do. 
making mm-hmm. a duplicate, you know, with the illusions and duplicates and stuff like that. And, and mm-hmm. finding this also feels very little uh, shattered dimensions, you know, where basically Mysterio is the bad guy in that. Yes. Like, yeah. I feel like you can totally like if he had like an alternate like um, double like this, it would totally make sense for him going into other dimensions and coming back to the main dimension. And, and yeah, it, it just it feels I like this. I, I love Mysterio and I really was hoping and expecting to get an ultimate ex- spider uh ultimates mysterio and this this just was like okay i didn't even think i didn't even put together that this was like possibly 616 mysterio i thought this was just the ultimate super uh, mysterio that came from that dimension and found this dimension and was just like okay oh okay. he does mention i missed out when you died yeah yeah so, you know that's I mean, because he's just been spending so much time in the ultimate universe now yeah exactly <laughs> Exactly. He's, he's he's Jake Sully, so obsessed with being in the Avatar, you know. <laughs> like, <laughs> in the what? Like, I don't remember that movie. Yeah. Anyway, that movie sucks. <laughs> so we cut back to uh, the scene that we left off on on chapter one, and Peter and Miles are trying to figure out what the hell's going on because neither of them knows what's going on. I love uh, it. I love it. I really, really do. And Peter immediately goes, is this a clone thing? Please don't tell <laughs> yes. me this is a clone thing, because this fucking sucks. And Miles has no idea. <laughs> same. He's like, what I are would you talking you, about? I react the same way if there's two Spider-Man. I was like, please don't let this be a clone thing. I can't please, handle 200 issues clone of clone. <laughs> so Pete, at a certain point, is just like, okay, I'm done talking. And he shoots out a web, and we get the coolest the coolest four split panel of just miles matrix dodging this web it's so sick and in if it was just like one solid panel i don't think it would look as dynamic as it does being just split into quarters no it is just split vertically into four panels when it is just one solid image and it is so cool it gives you the feel of the movement by splitting yes! it into that four. It, it's it's a really clever thing to do. Um, it's very much you know taking it into three D. You know, it's it's very much like a three D kind of planning thing, which 3D. is really the magic of three D. God, Miles is it so really cool. pops out. Sarah Pichelli draws the shit out of that costume. I it's really so, so good. I got to point out also like. <sighs> She does an amazing job in the eyes because you can see yes. the little like dots and separation in both Peter and Miles's face yeah. in in their eyes. You know, it's very. Yeah. And that also I, comes down to the coloring as well. Distinct. Yes, it does. Yes, yes, it does. Yes. Is this um? Who is this? Ponsor? Uh, Ponsor. Yeah. Hell yeah. yeah. It is. Yeah. It's it's wonderful. And I also love this little uh, Eddie Gordo Tekken 3 move that. Hell yeah. That Spider-Man pulls off kicking Miles. With a smack yes. in the back. A smack. With, uh, with the speed lines in yep. smack, which is super yeah. cool. It's so in, the, in the same font as from Into the Spider-Verse with the bagel. Yeah. The bagel. <laughs> Still one of the best visual gags in that movie. Yeah, that's um, that's an incredible gag. That's so funny. The two of Bam. them have a little uh, little dust up, little dust up, little fisticuffs. Uh, Miles hits him with the venom blast. He gets in a cheeky little like tap, and yeah. Spidey is dropped immediately, <laughs> I like which I think Spidey. is incredible. Yeah, that's it's fucking so awesome. Good. Miles won the fight. He won with the fight. No webs. He whooped his ass <laughs> with no webs and no experience. Yeah. It's awesome. I love that shit. 
And so I just love that. Uh, hello, did I kill you? <laughs> I, I love it so much that day. Like, I just wanted, I to, just talk. wanted to talk. <laughs> oh, shit, I killed him. Oh, God, I killed Santa. Oh, I just wanted to ask him what I want for Christmas. Oh, and, and then he goes for the cardinal sin of lifting up his mask. Oh, yeah. And Peter's so clearly offended about it. He's like, dude, he's like- mad. He's real mad. <laughs> Dude, yeah. what the fuck? Like, <laughs> He's so mad he kicks this child off the building. <laughs> True story. I was we were talking about Gotham Knights earlier. I was playing Gotham Knights. I was fighting as as Nightwing. This group of like uh, enemies on top of this rooftop, and I hit a one of his like uh, heavy attacks is just like a straight up just a drop kick. Uh huh. This guy goes hurtling backwards off the building, and I was like. Uh huh. Oh no! <laughs> but it's but it's not like the Spider-Man game where you could do where that. You see and then you know that they the web. web. Nope, they just smack He's on the dead. ground. He's dead. <laughs> they smack on the ground. I literally like I <laughs> ran over to the edge of the building. And I looked at. It, I was like, oh no, oh no. I just I did kicked, the same thing. I just kicked off a Zadarsky arc for Nightwing right now. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this is bad. This yeah, is I did real bad. Thing. And then scanned the guy, and it said that he was just unconscious. I was like, Jesus, is he? I think he's dead. He's like, a tank. <laughs> he's flattled down on the ground like that. Like, I, I'm pretty certain he's dead. He's bent I... like Peter Griffin. Like, yes. On the ground. <laughs> Legs just over. Yeah. all over. Yeah, I'm like, I, you just you just sold the game for me now. That's like now I want to see the game is great. It's incredible, it's, and it's, it's so great. much fun playing with somebody. Holy shit. Quinn and I were just going to test it for like for like 15 minutes or something. And we wound up spending like two and a half hours just doing it. By the way, (laughs) I'm really offended that we haven't teamed up yet because every single time I go to play, I see both of you are on. I'm like, they're fucking co-oping. I know it. See, listen, listen. Jump into either of their games. Literally last night, we saw that you were on (laughs) and Quinn was like, oh, you should play with Eric. And I was like, no, like he, he should probably go to bed soon. And then I was like, well, <laughs> maybe, maybe we will. Like, and so we tried co-oping for a little bit and then it kicked me and it oh, wouldn't no. let me join up with her again. I was like, oh, okay. So I, I, I think my thing is just buggy right now. Gotcha. I'm just not going to. So, so I thought about it last night. I was like, shit, maybe I should mess with you. See if you want to play. <laughs> so now we know that Malcolm does care about my my well being and my sleep schedule. So because it was, <laughs> dude, I was up until like three o'clock in the morning playing Gotham Knights. So well, yeah, uh, yeah, I, I don't want you to I, do that. I had to pull myself away at twelve thirty. I was like, I have to wake up in four hours. I need to go to bed. You're also a way higher level than I am because you're level twenty one right now. Yeah, yeah, I'm like level yeah. eleven. I've been playing that game a lot, guys. I, I that's <laughs> as of yesterday. That's going to be my plan now. <laughs> I really like it. You know, we're it's we're, so we're, we're going to meet up in Gotham Knights after we finish recording here. So, Hell yeah, bet. <laughs> bet. So, uh, so, so Peter pulls a me in Gotham Knights and kicks this child off a building. Just eats him off, and the Miles <laughs> is so good. Which what? again, uh, credit to I can't remember his name. From Into the Spider Verse, he makes a great Miles Wah! sound. Oh, uh, uh, Shamik Moore. Shamik Moore. He yeah. has a couple moments where he's just like screaming, and it's yeah. perfect. Yeah. <laughs> so Peter goes diving after the kid, realizing he's like, "Oh man, that's a." Oh wait, can he stick to walls? And he goes and jumps off the building. <laughs> can't find him, and we see that Miles is camouflaged. 
pinned up against the wall, just like, don't fucking see me, don't fucking see me, don't fucking see me. And then as Peter goes to swing away, this sick shot from Peter's POV fucking of Miles cool. dropping down on him Batman style to give him the sweetest upward kick I have ever seen from a Spider-Man. Fucking good. It's so he, good. That panel is bends so Peter backwards with yeah. how hard he kicks him. That is a 13-year-old yes. with reckless abandon, not knowing Hell how yeah. hard to kick someone. Hell yeah. <laughs> yeah. I love it. Uh, Peter eventually is able to web him and get him stuck for a moment and then pulls off his mask with a web. Also, Cardinal Sin. <laughs> but leads to one of two really great race gags <laughs> where he's like okay you are uh clearly just a kid and thankfully not some weird younger version of me but he clearly wants to say like oh well, you're black no <laughs> <laughs> so he doesn't know yet he's like there's got to be a thought in his mind. He's like, am I black in this universe? It's like, am I, am I cooler in this universe? <laughs> am I way cooler in this universe? Do I have an exaggerated swagger in this universe? He, he's immediately thinking of every Temptation song that he likes. <laughs> he's like, uh, fucking, uh, you like Earth, Wind & Fire, right? Uh, is this, 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 what are we, um... Is, is this uh, September? I love Barry White. Do you remember? Uh, yeah. this is, uh, Do you remember in September? Immediately, <laughs> like, oh shit! When was the last time I saw a barbershop? Like, oh shit! The only movie I've ever seen is Soul Plane. And Soul Plane <laughs> too. Oh god! Oh fuck! Uh, which Medias did I recently watch? Yeah, exactly. Oh, shit. oh no! <laughs> and so, I am just as an aside, ladies and gentlemen. In case this is the first time you're listening to our book club. <laughs> I am so thankful that Malcolm is black sometimes because <laughs> the shit that he lets the us get away say. with saying, it's and we're so all POC again. If this is the yeah. first time you're listening, yeah, exactly. To this, we 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 all, all we all have the card, <laughs> but this <laughs> that moment of just like fuck, am I black here? Yeah, that's, that's so it's incredible. Funny. It's so funny, <laughs> and he's and. Miles has just as much, if not more, spatial awareness than Peter does. He's like, dude, we are out in the street. People can see us. Can you give yeah. me back my fucking mask, please? And then he venom strikes him through the webs. Through the web. He venom strikes the web, and the I web just becomes even... this fucking electric net. I thought that at this point, Peter had been able to you know electrically like because we battles fucking electro every second arc yeah but he always has a specific like suit for that That's you're not thing. wrong he but never just he does it with his those sick Ooh. webs and amazing spider-man 2 an absolutely underrated movie like he came I up have with no those himself uh well malcolm there was a second movie to the amazing spider-man franchise where andrew garfield and emma stone return as their uh and reprise their roles as peter parker and gwen stacy is that the now, guy the from, crux of the movie from, is from about uh is about choice and about responsibility <laughs> where in the first I'll, I'll just start this so the opening of the movie starts with uh someone's birthday. it's someone's birthday right and they got to blow up candles fades out and then comes back. And so he, in the alternate ending, he finds out his dad is actually alive. That's, that's, this is, this sounds like the worst movie ever made. It's really not. It's incredibly underrated. 
So, <laughs> okay. Anyway, <laughs> but you but the give point is that Spider-Man Three is incredibly underrated, and you just described Amazing Spider-Man Two. So, I think we. So need the to- point is, he makes <laughs> <laughs> he makes webs that can like that are specifically lined to not do either way. The venom works differently than regular electricity. We have it's true. We have seen. So Peter gets shocked once again. Miles KOs him twice in one issue. I just want to let everyone know Bad the Miles Morales isn't Spider-Man crowd. He KO'd your boy in twice. He is a in the span of 20 pages. Bad-ass boy. Before he was even prime Miles Morales Spider-Man. Before he even had webs, dude. I mean, he's using Peter's uh, limp body to swing yeah. around and everything I mean, like that. What a fucking G. He literally like grabs his arm and is like, oh shit, web shooters. Okay. And then like presses Peter's web shooters as they're falling. And he, like that's sick. And, just, and yeah. gets it just at the right angle and timing that it swings them right below or right above the ground and shoots them up in the air. Dude, that is so tight. It's so cool. Miles is such a G, man. He's fucking. No, awesome. he does land him directly on top of a transformer. Which you look at the angle of Peter's body. I'm like, he's dead. Like yeah. again, he bent him in half over he top of this. Stacy, oh stop! No, no. This is the 1610. We are safe here. This is a safe space for Gwen Stacy. Yo, this motherfucker's neck looks like it was snapped. Like Gwen stop! Stacy. No, no. Over here, meanwhile, at the Triskelion, Green Goblin's over here. At the Triskelion, Jacob. They are both the same, aren't we? <laughs> We're not so different, are we? <laughs> oh. We're like, not you know, so I'm, different. You I'm something I. of a son of a bitch myself. <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, at the Triskelion, uh, Peter Parker wakes up. In a very familiar cell. It's the mm-hmm. standard, we knocked you out, we we throw you in a cell at the Triskelion. I swear to God, they have one cell. And it's it's one cell that it's they just the keep patching cell. up. Jesus Christ. Like, <laughs> and Norman's he comes face to face, sitting in the cell with famous actor Samuel L. Jackson? <laughs> <laughs> what is he Why doing are you wearing here? that eye patch? Yeah, he's like, who are you? He's like, Nick Fury, director of S.H.I.E.L.D. And immediately, he's just like, Okay, everyone's black in this universe. <laughs> that's exactly what's going through his mind. That's the that's the face he makes in this panel. He said, oh shit, I'm he's in like, the BT universe. Like he's like, oh shit. I'm in Spike Lee's Marvel oh, universe. Shit, exactly <laughs> I'm about to do it right. He oh, said, I'm, he says, shit, I better do the right thing or else I'm gonna get fucking St. anna like, <laughs> I can't step on anyone's Jordans here. Exactly. Oh, no. Absolutely <laughs> It's going to be on site. <laughs> He's like, is now a really bad time to tell them I'm a big Larry Bird fan? <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. So. Oh, no. <laughs> so... He he immediately thinks about all the times that he went to go see Kramer perform comedy acts. Oh, no. And... <laughs> He's like, I he's like, like fuck, I should have seen much. at least one Knicks game. Damn like, it. Shit. Oh, no. <laughs> I should have put that that time when, like, the Kings of Comedy came into uh, tour came I, on. I should have gone to see Bernie Mac when I had the chance. <laughs> yeah, exactly. 
<laughs> that so would be true. so funny if just every person that six with six Peter met here, he's just like, you know, I uh I actually would have voted for Obama for a third term. <laughs> 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 they Oh god. Yeah, this is so good. He, every every person he greets is like, hey, I'm Peter Parker. Hey, nice to nice to meet you. You know? He does the fist. He's like, nice to meet you, brother. You know, like, hey, hey. Wakanda forever. Exactly. Like, <laughs> everyone's like, what the fuck is this? It's so oh, he's, so Peter realizes, okay, I do know him. And uh he's like What's uh, what what's what's uh, what's going on here? And he does what Peter Parker does. It gives an entire uh, uh, logic, just word vomit. No, do trying it. Trying to explain. No, do it. Let me ask you a hypothetical one. Go for it. If you were a pretty well-known superhero who had just put a lot of effort and thought and time into concealing your secret identity because you feared for the safety of your loved ones, but all of a sudden find yourself in a situation where suddenly your real name seems fairly well-established and your mask was off, and then you ran into a teenage African-American version of your, well, self, and now you were talking to a, well, frankly, much cooler version of the Nick Fury that you were used to talking to, and you were pretty sure after you had some time to think it over that that you may have either A, had a complete psychotic break, B, are being tricked by a former movie stuntman turned supervillain into thinking this is all real, or C, have accidentally transported into an alternate dimension that slightly resembles the one you're from, if not for the gigantic differences. What would you do? Oh, that old nugget. And did I mention that part where everyone seems to know Peter Parker as Spider-Man, which I still neither confirm nor deny? And where am I and who is that kid? It's so good. It's so good. <laughs> and almost, you can almost see the twinkle in, in uh, Nick Fury's eye where he's like, fuck, I missed this. Yeah, where he's like, Jesus, this really is my kid. Like, <laughs> <laughs> he really is my kid back from college. God damn. Yeah. My, my boy. My beautiful boy. He, he showed up. He showed up in the previous oil like, look how they massacred my boy. <laughs> <laughs> And so we transition to the next page where Nick Fury introduces Peter Parker to Miles Morales. And immediately Peter's like, okay, we're good. We're good. <sighs> Morales not worn. Morales He's like, oh, worn. thanks God. Thank God. Uh, Miles is like, who? What? <laughs> <laughs> and so they, they basically say, okay, you're cool. Miles, go show him the sights and everything. And Peter's like, Wait, you believe me? And he says, why would anyone make up a pile of garbage like that? Report back when you're done. And he just walks away. So awesome. It's so great. There is a reason that they decided, you know what? Ultimate Nick Fury is now also in the main Marvel Universe. Yeah. 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 Unfortunately, they did it the wrong way. Nick uh, Fury <laughs> Jr., baby. Uh, Illegitimate Marcus black Johnson. son, baby. Mark Johnson sucks. Marcus Johnson <laughs> sucks. Uh, there's this really great uh, bit when they're there. So Peter and Miles are in a helicopter flying away. And Nick Fury is just on the deck of the Triskelion watching yeah. them. And he's just like Peter Parker. And he's got this fucking look in his eye, man. And it's Jesus. Like, you, you feel it. He really did love that kid. He yeah. sees what that kid could have grown what up. What that to. kid could have grown up to be if yeah. it wasn't for him. Yeah. Oh, 
Love it. And oh. it's, it's cathartic as shit. Yeah. Having the context for everything makes it's it so, so powerful. good. It, that's good. that's why I think this is one of the 10 best Marvel stories. Like, because just, if you have the context for every little bit, every bit hurts. Yeah, it means so much. Every little thing hurts. And so they're sitting in the helicopter and Peter has been slowly putting two and two together one decimal point at a time. And he finally looks over at Miles and says, is Peter Parker dead? Just then we get a classic Ultimate Universe page turn reveal where there's a rocket <laughs> shooting into the helicopter, destroying it. Jesus! <laughs> the Spider-Man I freaked out, have... actually. I was like, is this the end of the... This is the end. I just expected, like, the Looney Tunes... We have Spider-Ham going, that's all, folks. Kid, is Peter Parker dead? And then they're like, nope. But he is now, and then, it's it. and then you hit you. They hit you with the JoJo's Bizarre Adventure to be continued. Yeah, exactly. Do, 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 yes. Do, 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 do. <laughs> and so uh, the Spider-Man escape with the pilot, and we get this sick full-page spread reveal of Ultimate Mysterio with the rocket launcher. Sick, dude. So good. And he's doing he's doing this move like the finger guns with yeah. this fucking rocket launcher. He's yeah. like, yo. This is the ultimate universe. I can make this sign. Yeah, that's the thing. He's fucking cool. He's so he also cool. thinks that everyone in this universe is black. And so he's like, I gotta, I yeah. gotta up a little bit, you know. So Mysterio <laughs> comes around. He's like, hey, guys, I just think that Steve McQueen was super uh, snubbed for Widows in 2019 at the Oscars. <laughs> you know, he should have been nominated for Best Director. And Viola Davis should have been nominated for Best Actress. And Debicki should have been nominated and won for Best Supporting Actress. He's so, like, you know what? Daniel Kaluuya, Kaluuya is a generational actor and should be like given he, more roles. He should be given more roles. I think this, the impact that he has, you know, on the screen and everything. He's just wonderful. He's really dynamic, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Chapter three, uh, the, the two Spider-Men face down against Ultimate Mysterio. And we real get quick, this- can we talk about the covers for these yes. real quick? Go for right it. Away? Yes. Jim Chung, uh, who is credited as this Jimmy Chung in the book, which is really weird. It just it feels, feels slight. It feels slightly racist. It feels yeah. kind of racist. Like as an Asian American <laughs> man, it feels slightly racist. Yeah, it feels disrespectful. But I mean, he had to have chosen it. You Absolutely. Know, like, yeah. But it feels kind of racially motivated. But these covers are incredible. Um, this cover specifically is uh, Miles and Peter both fighting across like uh or against uh i guess it's all the 616 villains but uh oh well i guess that would be lizard at that point huh because that's like post shed lizard because i was gonna say like lizard looks like ultimate lizard a little bit more but that's post shed lizard so that's why but it's them fighting all the 616 villains and it's freaking awesome and i still love that redesign for electro burning the mask into his face yeah me too it looks cool it It looks super cool cool. also he gets to keep the electro costume which is one of the greatest costumes in comics it really is it really is so they start to battle with ultimate mysterio it's very cool seeing uh glenn beck in his little you know ready player one virtual helmet yeah he's (laughs) like directing with his hands out to spider-man for the price of one did you (laughs) You said, wait, you mean Quentin Beck? 
Because oh, you said, said Glenn, Glenn, Glenn Beck. Beck. Glenn Beck this whole time. <laughs> Jesus. Oh my god! I just realized. That. Holy I didn't shit. even realize I was like, doing what? it. My bad. That's my bad. Funny. Oh, my god, that was awesome. It just hit me. It was just like Glenn Beck. I was like Glenn Beck. Jesus what? Christ! Oh, Glenn god. Beck. No Glenn anyway. Beck as Quentin Beck. You gotta love um, Alex Jones as Quentin Beck. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh jeez. And I kind of going bankrupt in, in my head canon. <laughs> It's like the those two panels side by side of him like fighting them sound like maybe finally after all the humiliations the universe is evening the score with me. Two Spider Men for the price of one. <laughs> That's the thing. He sounds based as fuck in the Ultimate Universe. Yeah. Six is a cuck. Like- he is an absolute <laughs> incel. <laughs> and so he zaps the two of them into the uh, into the East Bay and drops what looks like some kind of weird liquid yeah into the water yeah it's jungle juice bro it's jungle juice because they get out yeah. of the water and they are face down with the entire 616 rogues gallery uh and also some ultimate characters yeah yeah you're not wrong there's probably because right the, the ultimate characters Scorpion. that you know miles is familiar with at this point yeah true it's- Scorpion, Scorpion, Omega Red, and uh, and can, Elect- what is this dragon? Just... That's lizard. That's yeah. That is lizard. not. That is that's that the is lizard. Like, yeah, that's, that is that is that's six one six lizard. That's what? Yeah. What? That was the after, lizard after around this time. Yeah, that after shed. That's why he ate his son. Up. Yeah, you should what read the... shed, Jacob. You should read shed. That shit will fuck you up, dude. It's awesome. One of the best, if not the best, lizard story. It's it's the best lizard story, hands down. Though, can we spotlight for just a moment how Sarah Pacelli draws an absolute dome on Hammerhead? On Hammerhead, yeah. yeah. I oh, love yeah. that he looks like Modoc. He yes. looks like if Frank Castle and Modoc had a kid together. Like, <laughs> specific, specifically, the the Jason the the uh, Jason the Aaron War of the Realms. Uh, War of the Realms. Yeah, yeah. War of the Realms. The Russell Dodderman. Frank Castle. That's oh it. It's God. kind of fucked up. The absolute <laughs> dome on this boy. Uh, so they start fighting uh, against the illusions. I love how Peter's just like, hey, they're just illusions. Don't even worry about it. Gets wrapped up in an octentacle and slammed down. He's like, ah, oh, never mind. I was wrong. <laughs> this feels like the best kind of video game. I hope that this is, a, I hope this has the exact feel. Uh, or I hope that Spider-Man 2 has the exact feel as this. Well, Mysterio wasn't in the first game. Yeah, it'd be sick if he's in the second one. Yeah, I would love that shit. And specifically, Jeez. Ape Ultimate Mysterio for it. Yeah, flaming yeah. head yes. and everything. Flaming head, the chain around his hand, yep. like the rosary beads mm-hmm. around his hand. God, he ha- it's such mm-hmm. a cool design. It's a it's, it's a so tight good. ass design. It's it's a sexy design. And that's again kind of so one of the reasons why I'm like, oh, he's just he's just a robot. That's or, why I like or, it. I like yeah. that the Quinn Beck could never be that cool. <laughs> I also like the idea that like there's certain characters that there's only one of them in the in the unit like in the multiverse. That that is pretty cool. Yeah, and I really yeah. like the idea that there isn't of an all people Quentin Beck. It's my, it's Mysterio of all people <laughs> of all people Mysterio, <laughs> and so he has to be both. I think that's really fucking cool. You know, you're not wrong. You're not wrong. Yeah, and so uh, the battle continues. They're able to fight through the uh, the illusions. Miles is able to get a solid whack on uh, Ultimate Mysterio. Hell yeah. And the illusion is severed for the moment. 
Masiro then detonates the uh, the drone in an effort to kill both of them. Miles yeah. wakes up to the Ultimates. And Peter's standing there like, why does that guy sound like Robert Downey Jr., the actor? That's really <laughs> <laughs> it's like, it's like strange. Their Thor looks exactly like Kirk's dad from Star Trek? That's weird. That's like, really weird. Is, is that, that the, the guy, guy from, from the, the town? Oh, <laughs> 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 uh, shit. So uh, they wake up. Uh, they realize, oh, Peter left. Spider-Man's gone. We gotta go find him. Meanwhile, Peter is, like, retracing his steps. He's going through uh, the city, finds this guy trying to stick up a convenience store, and, of course, he whacks him, and then he does a little bit of research trying to figure out what's going on, and he finds out, yes, Peter Parker is dead. And he has this really sweet conversation with the store clerk because she's got this little uh, Spidey necklace, this commemorative Spidey necklace. And they talk about it. And she, she says at one point, because he points out the necklace, she's like, it's about respect, respecting the little dude, just like you, but I'm doing it the normal way. <laughs> <laughs> and so she, as we can tell, tells him what happened to spider-man and the next day we find ourselves at the parker household and as a quick aside apparently dazzler is a jill of all trades because she's also a real estate agent yes that's the thing they keep using the name allison blair and it doesn't make everything she's just a jack of all trades she uh, does everything it doesn't make sense. She's like uh, she's like sense. Patsy Walker. She has twelve different jobs. Yeah, yeah that's yeah. the thing. Yeah, they keep using those two names for everything. And we are. Reunited. I think it's because they'll never like they'll never like make her make them either something in this ultimate universe. I'm pretty. There sure. is an ultimate dazzler, but like, and it's Allison sure. Blair. <laughs> I maybe she maybe she retired. Maybe she, maybe she yeah. retired after Ultimatum. We don't know. She's going to and then became a realtor. Yeah, I'm sure the United States government would love that. <laughs> hey, legit, anyone can get a realtor's license. It's That's true. true. Uh, but the big point of this is that we are not just at the house. We are reunited with Aunt May and. girl from the wrong side of the tracks Gwen Stacy and you know something that I to the fucking love about this and it's very subtle you you don't notice it until you notice it Gwen is dressed with the exact color scheme that she was when she died Mm -hmm. 616 Mm -hmm. the purple dress the green Mm -hmm. jacket green jacket Mm -hmm. yep I fucking love this. This was such a good choice. Mm-hmm. Gwen's about to head off to do something when they find a Spider-Man standing in their in their lawn. And I love that immediately they're just like, get the fuck out of here! Boo! <laughs> yeah. Boo! Get off my lawn! 
but then Spider-Man pulls up his mask and it's an adult Peter. That is a killer cliffhanger. It's a killer cliffhanger. <clears throat> Excuse me, to lead to the next issue, which has the perfect beats for this. Yes. I think it's perfectly appropriate, the reactions here. So, yeah. so Peter's standing on the lawn. He just goes, oh, man. He's like looking at them. He's just like, you're both so young. Like, this is so cool. Aunt May comes up, slaps this man across the face. <laughs> Knocks him down, too. And then Gwen just starts stomping a butthole in his ass. Like, just Fuck starts... Yeah. yeah. Like, you motherfucker, you think this is funny? You think it's funny to come and fuck with people? I love this. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, complete this. sense. She's like, do you have a soul? Do you have a reason to live? Gwen Stacy's the most. Hell yeah. Yes. For it. Hell yeah. Yes. Dramatic-ass Gwen Stacy. Dramatic-ass. And then Miles shows up. And again, I have to reiterate, they have never met either. They came back to the States. Yeah. Figure out what the hell's going on with this Spider-Man. Yeah. And this is the first time they meet him. Yes. This is the tricky thing. We'll, uh, let's revisit this in a week or two. Oh. Oh? Let's revisit this in a week or two. Because there's, there's a little bit of trickery here. And I'm, I'm, I'm curious how that rolls. So we'll have to we'll have to revisit this because this this is the first time that they're meeting, but it kind of also feels like it's not the first time that they're meeting, and I'm wondering how this all lines up. So we'll we'll revisit it in a week or two. Okay. Okay. Fair. All right. We'll put a pin in it for now. Yeah. But so Peter is just sitting there on the lawn. Miles is like, "This is Peter Parker. He's real." And Peter realizes this was kind of a fucked up thing to do. And he's just like, look, I, I'm sorry I came here. You didn't deserve this. Aunt May faints. And he's like, oh, my God, you are Aunt May. Just like her, just a little hotter. <laughs> a little hotter. Am I allowed to say that? Is that weird? Well, she's my aunt, but she's also not my aunt. So this is I weird. guess I can. This is weird. Eh? And so we cut to the Triskelion where... Uh, Everyone's trying to take stock of what's going on. We see, again, the thing that I love about Ultimate Tony Stark, he's always got a Martuni in his hand. Mm-hmm. Yes. He's always got one. Mm-hmm. And they reference that. this later, and it's hilarious. Yeah. It's so good. But uh, they're trying to figure out what to do next. And then we cut to... The girl who waited. Getting a call from Gwen Stacy. And telling her, hey, I don't know if you want to come over here. But Peter's here. I I love the phrasing of it, too. Of like yeah. the... I, it's one of those things that it's mean if I tell you and it's mean if I don't. And if I thought for a second that you may not ever find out about this, I would totally not tell you. I kind of feel you will find out about this and you would want to, well, I'd want you to tell me. Like, I, it, it's so she delicate. She doesn't know what to say. She doesn't know yeah. what to say. How do, you, how do you explain that? Yeah. You can't. Uh, yeah. 
I also uh, really love the um, the what she's wearing because it is very big trouble a redhead dressed in all black like this like, yeah. this is bad news bears yeah yeah it, yeah yeah high school me i feel this a real problem i feel this morning sorry my internet's going crazy yeah, uh, i meant like this this morning she's definitely in morning or so yeah it's, it's uh it's a look yeah it is. It is. And you can also, she's got an interview with a vampire poster on her wall. Oh, so she's yes. again, the coolest version of the character. <laughs> <laughs> Not only that, she's got a poster of uh, sleeping beauty, Maleficent in dragon form fighting against uh, the prince. Oh, uh, you're right. Oh my God. That's right. Great. Great taste in movies. So we cut to the Parker household. Aunt May wakes up and she hears some chatter going on upstairs and i kind of hate that the conversation they're having is about the time that wolverine and spider-man swapped minds uh-huh uh-huh <laughs> it's so good because peter's <laughs> probably sitting there going oh this place has the cooler people but it is way fucked up over here. yeah it's like so this place is kind of rapey huh <laughs> i don't like this can i go home wow y'all are y'all are not down <laughs> big yikes. y'all are not down i thought you guys were all brothers but you're all <laughs> booty <laughs> so we see we also see miles like toying around with ultimate peter's old web shooters which is really cool um Possibly hint of stuff to come, maybe. Fleur. Uh, and then they start talking about Gwen and Peter, the alternate versions of each other. Oh, and, oh man. Because she's immediately... I love that she's just like, is there a version of me? He's like, yeah. She's like, is she cool? And he just goes insanely. And I... It broke my heart all over you. This particular conversation... Broke me into little pieces. This entire thing is so good. Gwen Stacy is a fucking gem. She is incredible. (laughs) Incredible. Yeah. And he's like, you know, yeah, she's, you know, she's my age. And she's like, God, there's, can I ask you something weird? Are you dating her? And he just like, he doesn't know, he doesn't know how to answer. He doesn't know how to answer that. He doesn't know how to answer that. And I just, oh, I fucking love it so much. And he, and then immediately she just goes, oh, you're dating MJ, aren't you? Like just rolls her eyes because she <laughs> knows. And he's like, you know, is there an MJ here? And he goes, is she a model yet? And Gwen goes, fucking what? A model? <laughs> yes. I love when May comes up and she's like, May, you hear this? That bitch is a model in his universe. He's supposed to be a model or something. This fucking bitch. <laughs> I just, her? Love, I just love she's her reasoning. Her reasoning is like a supermodel with red hair and glasses. <laughs> and, you know, she wears contacts. And Peter goes yeah. like, yeah, she wears contacts, which is the first time I think we've ever heard this. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And yes. you know what? I like that. I dig mm-hmm. that shit. As a per, that. as someone who wears contacts, I dig that shit. No, as a person who wears glasses, I want to see Mary Jane Watson in glasses. I like her more. Mary Jane's just like me for real. It's crazy. Oh, that's true. <laughs> And so, yeah, I just, I love, but there is this, again, heart shattering moment where she's like, she gets to be a model, then what am I? 
and Peter goes silent for a second. Yeah. He says, I, I don't know if we should be talking about all this. And it broke me in half. <laughs> it's really fucking May there are other worlds, whole other worlds and dimensions. There's a whole other me and you. And Peter's totally alive. And MJ gets to be a fucking model. <laughs> like, this shit sucks. <laughs> and so we see again Miles still playing around with the web shoes. He's like, oh, I want this shit. What the hell? Yeah, like what the it. hell? This is sick. This is great. This is sick as fuck. These are tight. And she and Aunt May is still kind of in disbelief. She's like, we we don't know. And she's like, it's him. It's totally him. And she's like, do you live here now? Because she's she's immediately just like, look, I take in wayward teens all but the like, time. I ain't You're ready a full for grown adult. You're also <laughs> my dead son. Yeah. <laughs> like I, I can't handle that. And Peter's like, no, 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 no. I swear, like, I need to get home. We're just trying to figure that out. Miles still fucking around with the web shoes in the background. I love. It's so good. And Aunt May asks, like, do you have a me where you come from? And he's like, yeah, I do. And you raised me, you and Uncle Ben. And there is this, again, heart-shattering moment where she goes, is he alive too? Oh. Yeah. And he says, he has to let her down. He's like, no, but he's the reason that I do this. And he, you know, I do what I do because I do it the way that I know he would want to do it with great power. She finishes, comes great responsibility. And she jumps into his arms. She is sobbing. There's that fucking panel of her looking at him and you see Peter in her eyes and the reflection of her eyes. And she's like, Oh my God, it is you look at you. (laughs) And it's, that's one of the best panels I think I've ever seen in the fucking comic book. It's that, shit is it's that, it's that it's moment for beautiful. me. I remember watching Into the Spider-Verse for the first time where she 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 sees Peter B. Parker for the first time. Yeah. And she just reaches up. She goes, you look tired, Peter. You look tired, goes, Peter. I am tired. Yeah. I full-on sobbing. Just yeah. full-on sobbing in the theater. Yeah. I couldn't handle it. Yeah. And it's just like this moment. And she's like, you know, we lost you. You're all grown up. Like, look at you. I just, ah, I fucking, I love this. And he like looks at them and he's like, wait, you knew? Like, you knew he was Spider-Man? He told you? And everyone's just like, yeah. Like, and there's this moment where you could see Peter's just like, fuck, a community? Yeah, Yeah, just like, is, is it? better like he's weighing his options here like shit should i have told her a long time ago like (laughs) this is crazy yeah and i love at the mention of osborne he's just like osborne and uh and kitty pride is like kitty pride (laughs) he's like of the x-men we were dating we were dating. And I'm screaming at my tablet, yes, and it was the best thing. <laughs> He's like, okay, now I have a million more questions. <laughs> <laughs> and so uh, Miles looks out the window and sees that a shield limo is pulling up. Nick Fury's there. He says it's time to go. And they're like, and Peter get, says his goodbyes to Aunt May. They hug. He looks over to Gwen. He's just like, I like this thing with you here like this. Take care of her. And they hug. It's just so good. 
It's yeah. really good. It's so <laughs> like, good. This is very cathartic, like really good. Oh man. Fury looks at Miles, he's like, all right, you need a web out of here. And he's like, I don't have web shooters. I don't know how I how often <laughs> I can tell you this. <laughs> and Peter is immediately like, Hey, I want you to stick around. He's with me now. And then he looks across the street and he sees the girl next door. He reaches for her and she just runs. She can't. She can't. And it's heartbreaking. And he gets into the car with Miles and Fury. The car suddenly decides we don't need roads and flies off into the sky. Hell yeah. And again, we get this great moment where Aunt May just goes, I made the right choices. She got closure. She got closure. And I, she 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 got closer, and at the same time we see just one panel. We don't know where she is, but we see MJ broken. Absolutely, yeah. she May got closer, but MJ just got all of her wounds opened up all over again. She may Poor never girl. get closure again, and that yeah. is insanely oh. heartbreaking. Also, you get the fucking great moment in the car of miles saying like hey so do they have a nick fury where you come from he's like yeah and fury's like yeah what what's he's like and he's like he's a white (laughs) 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 fury's just like sorry to hear that (laughs) because he knows immediately he's like oh i'm the way cooler fury then he's like so i am the cooler fury (laughs) yeah god i love this that's so funny yeah, Peter's a lot like yeah, he's like he looks a lot like David, that guy from the Baywatch, you know, <laughs> that Baywatch show. Yeah, he he looks just exactly like, nah, like nah. him. They're like, oh, has exactly David Hoff? Like he's like, stop. Yes. It's like, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> and so we cut over to the Triskelion. Uh, Tony is now moved on to an old fashioned mm-hmm. Mitch Jared style, mm-hmm. and he's just like, Mitch oh, Jared's would be a good Tony Stark. He would be a good Tony Stark. He's like, oh, hey, what's... uh..." And he sees, he's just like... I didn't see you come in. (laughs) Hey, uh, my my Tony stopped drinking a while back. And Tony just goes, I would stop drinking if you'd stop dropping impossible equations of interdimensional travel onto my lap. And I just... (laughs) Charm. Exudes charm. Yeah. ultimate, uh, Ultimate Tony Stark could be pretty charming. And so... They're trying to figure out where this portal could be. And Miles looks up at the screen to, I'm assuming, uh, Mysterio's Twitch channel. And he goes, wait a second, I know that building. I see that building from my house. Uh And they're like, oh shit, why didn't we just look at his house? (laughs) (laughs) And he he sends him the call. He's like, Code White, Full Battalion, I need everything. And I love this page. Great, this... The fucking POV on Miles in this page is so goddamn awesome. God, it's so cool. Of him just right up in front of the page. That's so sick. Front front and center, you know, like right at the camera lens. God, it's so awesome. Uh, Which brings us to chapter five. Where we find Mysterio in the 616. And he's like, I did it. Spider-Man's gone. He's trapped in another world. I fucked Spider-Man up. (laughs) He's doing a little dance. Break 
good times come on and he's like i never have to deal with him again this is the greatest day of my life i love this and just like in the graduate he slowly starts to come down slowly coming down his enthusiasm dropping and he just realizes it's not enough i have to see him i have to see him yeah just like in a graduate well played (laughs) thank you well Uh, great pool yeah also he would have been a great mysterio yeah hoffman justin hoffman oh my god he could do it now that'd be fun he could absolutely do it now i yeah uh so he's like all right i'm just gonna i'm just gonna pop in just gonna pop my head in see him you know on his knees shouting into the void and i'll come back we'll be easy puts on the helmet activates a drone whirls up the vortex and all of a sudden you hear flap flap as two webs come grab him and yank him into the portal yeah as he gets fucking spit on in his face (laughs) (laughs) a big yikes moment big yikes moment (laughs) and so he's he's dropped in front of the ultimates with the two spider-men and they're trying to figure out, okay, what do we do here? We got to figure out this portal. Go ahead and start analyzing it. And there's this great moment where he's like, all right, you got to go. And Peter goes, ah, I feel like I should say something profound. And Miles is just like, with great power comes great responsibility. He's like, oh, you know that one. Well, that's uh, that's all I got. Because <laughs> <laughs> you know that Peter had been building to this. He knew that he was he like, had been. in his brain, just like, okay. When the time comes, I'm gonna make it seem like I'm gonna come up with this off the cuff. Yeah. Like, <laughs> gonna I'm gonna be his uncle Ben. I'm gonna be his alive. uncle Ben right now. It's gonna, be, it's gonna be great, you know. And then he's like, oh, you already know the thing. Shit, that's like the only line I have. Like, yeah. <laughs> he's like, that's the only good decision making I know. I don't know how to. Anyway, Fuck, and then at that exact moment, Mysterio's like, "No!" And he runs over, presses a button, starts blowing up the lab, socks Spider-Man. And then drop some hallucinogenics and everyone goes on a bad trip. Yeah. It's the, it's Everyone's all, seeing their all. worst case scenarios. Um, I fucking hate the uh, Miles's illusion. Mm. Yeah. That's, where he went full Jason Todd just, on his parents. Mm. And yeah. it's, it's, it's tough. Uh, Mysterio runs to try and escape through the portal. Miles jumps through as the portal begins to just start to crackle with energy they know it's unstable it's not going to last very long tackles mysterio they both go through the portal miles stands up and he looks out and sees the 616 and there was a brief moment a briefest moment even though i I was like oh this is it (laughs) like how fucking crazy would it be the portal that shuts down, wild. and now that's the status quo. That would be what? That would have yeah. been so fucking brave. Miles Ooh. is in the 616, and now our 616 Peter is stuck in the 1610. That would be a Marvel in 2009 kind of thing. Like, earth-shattering yeah. shit. That would, that would be really fucking awesome. Let's fucking, awesome. let's just try it. Yeah, you just have that be the status quo for like six months. That'd be awesome. I'd give it a full year. Yeah, honestly, they would. Yeah, it's it's dark rain. You know, it's yeah, it's you know the the villains are in charge for a year. Like that would have been <laughs> oh, insane. Man. Yeah, that'd be awesome. 
Uh, we see that Mysterio has one move, and it's sneaking up behind you with a pipe. It's his finishing move. Yes. Uh, it's the one Miles. combo he's got really comfortable with. <laughs> like... However, Miles is still playing on normal difficulty, so he sees the counter signal, mm-hmm. jumps over the pipe, and uh, camouflages. I love as he's flipping into the camouflage. You see it in the frame. <laughs> so cool. It's so cool. And then he jumps at Mysterio, full-on drop kick through back through the portal into the 1610. They kick his ass. Uh, Miles hits him with a Venom Blast. No, I love that he no. says Venom Blast when he does it, too. He's like, Venom Blast! Venom Blast! <laughs> like he's like Marvel versus Capcom. <laughs> yes. Marvel Blast. So and, and Mysterio goes, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly the sound he makes. He too. makes a three stooges ass noise. <laughs> and just falls immediately on his face, breaking his nose. Yeah. I love that shit. Yeah. I absolutely love that shit. And so they apprehend him and they're like, all right, you're staying here. And this again, it's like, oh shit, there is only one Mysterio. And now he's just going to be a prisoner in the ultimate mm-hmm. universe. Mm hmm. And Peter's like, I don't know if ethically I can let you keep him. And Nick Fury is immediately like, hey, uh, does the world know you're Spider-Man? He's like, well, no. He's like, kind of seems like since he knows you're Spider-Man, he should be here where the world knows you're Spider-Man, right? Mm -hmm. Right? Mm -hmm. And Peter's just like, you know what? Fuck, you're right. You're right. You can keep him. And then uh, they decide, okay, Peter's got to go. He's got a whole world to get back to. The portal is collapsing. And he turns to Miles. And I love these next two pages. Do it. Do it, you coward. (sighs) All right, here we go. (laughs) Hey, uh, really, thank you. For what? (laughs) You know, keeping it going. So you're you're cool with it? Entirely. I have your you know my, my blessing? Your... Absolutely. Thank you. All of you. Thank you for helping me get home. Thank you for all of this. The scientist in me is doing the jig. This was amazing. Just thank you. What were you going to say before you said you had something to say to me? Oh, yeah. Uh, don't let anyone clone you. Seriously. And only date one girl at a time. And and if you find out a guy named Dr. Octopus is going to marry Aunt May, stop it. And don't let anyone, don't lend anyone named Wolverine or Mockingbird money. You'll never see it again. And uh, and once you beat up the bad guy, leave the crime scene as soon as possible because they will try to make you clean it up. And wash your costume, like, daily because it will get funky and people will make fun of you. And, and uh, no matter what, never, ever, no... Listen, 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 listen. This is the most important thing I can possibly tell you about being Spider-Man. This is as true as it gets. If you ever see a... Then he's gone. I love it. And close. I love it. (laughs) It's so good. It's so good. Uh, We see Nick Fury's just like, you got his blessing. It's great. Now you have to keep earning it. And we see Miles... I fucking love that. Ah. Miles jumps off in the sunset after asking, so 
can I earn it with web shooters? And Nick Fury's like, no. Get out of here, you punk bitch. And Miles is like, okay, and he jumps away. No, that's when Fury lifts up his eye patch and reveals that he's actually Don Cheadle and looks at him and says, or Terrence Howard, I should say, and looks at him and says, next time, baby. Next time, baby. Last online <laughs> 10 years ago. <laughs> and then we get this last scene, this last page. Peter is back home in the 616, showering, eats a little, uh, little candy bar, a little protein bar. He sits down and he goes, I wonder if we have a Miles Morales. He Googles Miles Morales, sees the result, and he just says, oh my God. And that's the cliffhanger. That's the end of the story. Mm-hmm. Oh my God. It's so good. It's crazy. It's crazy how good this is. The story. It's a great cool. story. It's so what I think this is some of Bendis' best work because they lean so heavily just on the emotional aspect. Agreed. There's some action stuff. There's some cool action stuff, oh, but sure. like it leans so heavily on the emotional aspect. And if you have the weight of every, if if you have the context for everything, it hits you like a fucking bag of bricks. It sure fucking does. Uh, so, gentlemen, final thoughts on the volume, and what was your favorite part? I'm going to go to Jacob first. Uh, gosh, guys, you, this is this was way too much fun. Um, this was uh, I was I was thinking that this was part of like some sort of event, but like 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 as you said, this is the event, and I'm like, oh, okay. This this kind of, I love that Mysterio is the bridge of these two villain, uh, these two heroes and the fact that like um, that they're really, it's been the 616 Mysterio or whatever you want to interpret it as. Uh, uh, it's great. Like this multi-dimension is through Mysterio. It kind of makes sense to me. Uh, the, 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 I think like my favorite part is like, I was thing that was, it was it was definitely like Nick Fury finding out that the his alternative self is white and um and also <laughs> is that it was I so hard at that it was also the moment where like you know Spider-Man and uh, where Peter Parker and Miles are in the helicopter and they're just chatting and then that moment of just like the 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 rocket just exploding the helicopter I was just like oh 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 that caught me by surprise I didn't expect that okay well, they're dead. Um, and <laughs> and all the all the Aunt May stuff was just like that. That now that the the context from like the last volume where we just kept getting like Aunt May coming back and yes. when like in the intervals of stuff, it yeah. made sense to have that in context and everything like that. And like what we both said, it's like the, this story is the most impactful because of the fact of like you have the context of what has led up to this moment. It is definitely one of the the best like comic book uh, Spider-Man stories I've ever read because of just how well handled and emotional this was. It's so well done. I don't know about being top 10 because of for, if it was standalone, it would work. But like, again, the, what really emphasizes this great, uh, this great volume is just all of the, everything you've read up to this point and knowing how Peter Parker died and knowing how, like what Miles is going through. And also you know what Spider-Man is going into, through in the other universe, but like, it's mainly, it's mainly this ultimate universe that you just like, Oh yeah, this is, 
this is definitely like when Invincible comes into the Marvel universe and meets Spider-Man. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Very, it's very much like out of his element and stuff. But at the same time, like I relate, I relate to a lot of what's going on out here. Um, yeah. And I think that's the best part about that for me. Hell yeah. Malcolm. I love the story. I love it. I, I think it's borderline perfect. Um, the best thing about it is that now you can read it all in one go, as opposed to when it was coming out, it was super delayed. Uh, it's a, it's a, it's a <laughs> while to come out because this is the beginning of Sarah Pichelli not being very regular on comics. Oh, um, no. uh, I love this story. I think it's incredible. Um, favorite moment. It's, it's got to be th- like the, the issue four stuff with uh with peter and miles and m or well i guess mj too but uh gwen and may like i i just think that stuff just sings like a fucking song man it's it's beautiful it's such a great story yeah totally agree that's also my favorite part of the whole volume just the conversation Mm -hmm. with all of them in the parker household it is Mm -hmm. incredible it's absolutely amazing um yeah, I you you could have had th- you could have had this entire five issue series just be about them and the effect. Just be there. Yes, I'd be um, fine with it. I love it's the so series. Good. It's so freaking good. The art is stellar. Um, yeah. The writing is fantastic. I wonder if Bendis collabed with Slot at all on this. Um, I imagine there has to have been some kind of collaboration. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, I I dig this. I dig this a lot um it it might be i would say easily top 20 uh i would have to think about it you know higher than that but it's definitely in there no question mm-hmm. um, but before we get into next week's books uh we got a couple emails which means uh malcolm what time is it it's the it's the mail time it's the <laughs> it's the mail time <laughs> It's the mail time, mail time, mail time. It's time, time for the mail now. Time <laughs> for the mail now. Time, time for the mail now. Time for mail. It's the mail, mail. It's the mail time. Mail. <laughs> yes. It's the mail time. That was incredible. It's so good. Holy <laughs> shit. Um, if you would like to be part of the Geeksplained Book Club mailbag, send your emails to geeksplained at gmail.com, put ultimate mailbag in the subject header, and we will read it here. Our first email comes from Bry, who has written to us a few times, and he was so excited about this, he figured, I'm going to be like Spider-Man with two uh, Spider-Men and give you two emails worth. He gave us a lot to think about here. So first... He says, greetings to all. When you guys wanted to know if you had any international audience, I'm a Cubano. uh, I know I said that wrong. Cubano Filipino living in the Philippines. Shout out to my fellow Filipino, Eric. Shout out to you, brother. Hell yeah. That's so cool. I didn't know you were from the Philippines. That's so awesome. That's awesome, Um, man. He writes, so Malcolm, I agree with your sentiment regarding DC's treatment of the Watchmen universe. Even their acquisition of the Milestone properties is an extension to my general no ethical consumption under capitalism attitude. 
It still stings as to what transpired with the McDuffies, though. In regards mm-hmm. to the milestone stuff, I hope that static, sh- I hope that static shock film gets made because I really need that coming of age superhero fix that I didn't get with Miss Marvel. I'm still bitter as what yes. they did with their powers and the clandestine storyline that didn't yes. amount to anything, which detracted from her friendly neighborhood roots of the initial episodes. Yes, Bry, I love you, man. Holy hell great. yeah! First half of that series is much better than the back half. Uh, and all of the Spider-Man films, with the exception of Homecoming, no MCU Spider-Man film will ever, ever top that Vulture reveal and how he deduced Peter's identity. Yes! Yes! Brian. Also, Widows was such great. a goddamn great film. Yes, Instead of one, one awards during that year. That film made me fall in love with Elizabeth Debicki. Speaking uh, of Widows, I just uh, can't get enough of the queer yes. vibes regarding Debicki and Viola, Viola Davis's characters. Just vibes all around. Yes! So, yes. his first question is, are your what are your initial thoughts on Tom King's Rorschach book? I'm surprised you guys never mentioned it when y'all had a spill about Doomsday Clock. Marionette and Mime are the only good things about Doomsday Clock. I'm sorry, y'all. Bry, you were doing so well. Bry. And then you just stopped. Bry. Doing good. Wait, no, Doomsday Clock fucking rips. Doomsday Clock <laughs> drives. It, it, uh, it drives. Sometimes it drives off a cliff, but then it hits the road so again like it's a speed yeah, racer. Exactly. It's a speed racer. <laughs> sure. uh, I, love, I love using the term, it's a speed racer. It's a speed, it's a speed racer. racer. It feels just uh, like a speed racer. <laughs> <laughs> um, he, I, I will agree that Marionette and Mime fucking rule. I have not read Tom King's Rorschach. I am so Neither not have I. into Rorschach as a character. Um, maybe we'll have to look into it. I, I read the first issue and then realized I really just don't like, I mean, it's not, it's not about Rorschach, the character. It's about Rorschach, the idea. Yeah. But I read that first issue and then was like, you know what? This just makes me want to watch the Watchmen show again, which is a yeah. better, a better thing. <laughs> and so I'm just going to do that. So I just did that instead. <laughs> but maybe if we've got like a couple special episodes, cause someone mentions it later and I'll bring it up again. Yeah. Uh, we could do like a one shot. Yeah, going over that Rorschach book. Let us know if you're interested in that. Yeah. Uh, I says my next question in regards to the sequel of Into the Spider Verse. What do you expect from it? Personally, I would love to see Ultimate Jessica Drew be in the movie because I would love to see a trans rep be in a major blockbuster movie. I would love to see Spider Punk also be introduced because he's the uh, only successful person other than Gwen that the Spider Verse book spawned from. Can't wait for Spot to be fully utilized as a cosmic horror slasher. It'll be great. What would you love to see? I will say honestly. Um, I do think Spider-Punk is in this movie. Yeah, I was going to say... I, I was I, at Target the other day, and yeah. they had a Spider-Verse toy section, and there was a guitar mm-hmm. there. So I'm like, mm-hmm. it's got to be Spider-Verse. Yeah, I've, I've seen pictures of Spider-Punk for that movie. He's been so, in promotional stuff. I'm excited. I would um, love to see Jessica Ultimate Jessica Drew. Yes. I think yeah. that would rip. Um, yes, that would be great. That would be awesome. Would be so uh, we do awesome. know that we are getting the Cyborg Spider-Woman. Mm-hmm. Uh, in that film as well, but <laughs> we'll see. Uh, the spot, That's I'm weird. super stoked. I love spot. So excited for this. I love that they announced spot. that like two weeks after we went on our spot tangent. Yep. Because like- <laughs> they knew they listened to the podcast and they were like, yeah. oh, fuck, these guys really like spot. We got to put them in the movie. And like Jason Schwartzman as the spot is a perfect idea. So perfect. Like, I, I'm I didn't know about it. Spot. I actually genuinely don't know anything that's coming out for the Spider Universe. So like, oh, this is this is. I didn't realize the spot was going to be in there, and that's fucking that's fucking fantastic. And that should <laughs> that's be a fucking thing. fantastic. Exactly. That's fucking that's, fantastic. That's fucking fantastic. This make the spot to be that way. That'd be awesome. Please have, have, have him show up with Jane. 
Oh my god, that'd be yes. fucking wonderful. <laughs> uh, he also writes, uh, whenever y'all are done with Ultimate Spider-Man, I would love to see you cover either Fables or Astro City for a special, because both mm. series are really amazing, and I don't see a lot of love for them online. I think Ooh. we could absolutely, like I was saying earlier with the one-shots, we could absolutely do an Astro City one-shot. Shit, Astro City. That's an interesting I would, I would be interested, yeah. because I have read only one issue from Astro City. Everyone, you know what issue it is. Um but oh, I would love it's it's the it's like the the point five or whatever. Um, it's the story about I don't want to spoil it. Um, OK, interesting. Uh, if, okay. if you've read Astro City, you know what I'm talking about. Uh, but yeah, I would okay. be interested to read more of that. Uh, OK, so yeah, uh, he also writes here's an, here goes a tangent that I always wanted to say. Sorry for throwing y'all another one. You're good. Bumpy. I think I'm getting yeah. tired of redemption stories in superhero media, especially ones that don't explore with care and pathos or justify them. When I was watching Thor Love and Thunder and saw how they pretty much sought to redeem their villain without full acknowledgement of said villain's actions, Gore mm-hmm. kidnapping children and killing deities as judge, jury, and executioner, mm-hmm. and he gets to die a relatively peaceful death without a profound lesson to be had and why he did what he did in circumstance and agency on his part at the same time. Another thing that always left me aghast in conjunction with my grievance of redemption stories, why there aren't more stories about perceived allies being villains in cape stories. In all of my 23 years of living, the thing I learned is that I fear for the sheep that I sought comfort in, because a hyena I can spot from a mile away. But sheep can invade my insecurities and be tacit about their perceived goodness. Allyship, whether within or outside, especially in queer circles, as an SEA queer myself, is always a tricky thing as we often don't acknowledge our intersections and fully understand the voices that we sometimes forget to champion. Sometimes people say infighting is unproductive. I disagree, as I think it says more about us if we keep vigilant and never stop holding ourselves to a higher standard. I just think more cape stories should reflect that ideal more. We can keep fighting evil, but also look out for our friends and be wary. Maybe it just speaks to my cynicism, but for y'all, can you think of any heroes or allies who would be great to explore this? Thanks again. That is an amazing point. First off, eloquently put. Yes. Eloquently put. Yeah. Um, If you haven't yet listened to it, I would recommend actually uh, listening to this week's uh, main Wednesday episode where we got to interview Megan Fitzmartin, current writer of Tim Drake Robin where she spoke about her preconceived biases while in the writer's room for Supernatural. Not everyone immediately knows what their biases are. And that would be a really interesting thing to explore in comics. I will say, you said there aren't many stories about, you know, your allies being actual villains. My guy, we got that for four straight seasons of The Flash, so... I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> that yeah. respect. Yeah. Every season was, all right, the new character we introduced, he's also the villain. <laughs> no, uh, no no shade to Flash. Those seasons were amazing. Uh, uh, I yeah. actually have an example of that. It's one of my favorite. I think it might yeah. be my favorite example of it in comics. Um, and so, sorry, spoilers for this story uh, in going into this. But Messiah Complex. Yes. Uh, I think it's a super controversial great poll, but uh, yeah, Messiah Complex, uh, which is all about you know, it's during the uh, decimation arc of it's it's before Utopia, you're right, it's before Utopia, it's 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 during the decimation arc of the X Men era. Uh, you know, there's only 198 mutants around, uh, and a new mutant is born uh immediately born and so there's a big like power grab for this child 
and a couple characters disappear pretty much immediately and look pretty suspect. Uh, and you think, okay, oh, yeah. Cable's one of them. You think, okay, Cable, th- this has been the end game that Cable's been waiting on yeah. this entire time. Cable's from the future. He's been waiting for this this entire time. Uh, but the real reveal is that uh, Bishop is actually the person who's been waiting for this for a long time. Yeah. Because Bishop thinks that if he kills that kid, he can prevent his future. His from future. Through. Yeah. And that leads into this like five year era where Bishop is a bad guy. Yeah. And it's fucking cool because Bishop is a relentless terminator in the, in the cable book where, I mean, he literally like nukes a future. Like he destroys like humanity by like nuking it just to lay a trap for cable. So that cable series is amazing because this cable and the child who becomes hope summers uh, just time sliding through the future and through different times and Bishop just laying all these different time traps for them. Yeah, that cable series rules, and Messiah Complex is notably slept on. Messiah Complex is the best X-Men event. People do not talk about how good Messiah Complex is. It holds up so well. So, so great. That is Um, an absolutely great pull. So, yeah, if you want want more allies turning into villains, stuff like that. Um, I think there's a lot of characters that they could do that with. Agreed. Uh, A person that I've always thought that they should have done that with is Martian Manhunter. I oh yeah, I had the same thought. That's so funny. Uh, and I think they do it actually in the Justice League cartoon. They do yeah. it very well with Hawk Woman. Yes, uh, yes. Hawk Girl. Sorry, Hawk Girl. I yeah. forgot that she's Hawk Girl. It's, yeah, <laughs> it's whatever. Uh, but yeah, they do it very well with her in the Thanagarian yeah. stuff, and it's yeah. very upsetting. Um, it is. But yeah, I always thought that they should do that with Martian Manhunter. I think that would be a pretty easy story. Um, if you're reading Batman Fortress at all which is a lot of fun the first couple issues kind of make you think that they're doing that with superman which oh, is interesting, interesting. Um, oh. batman fortress is a lot of fun if you're not reading that it's it's alternate universe stuff but it's 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 a good time i like it i would uh, also recommend uh since we are and this is going to be the only time that i recommend this comic um if you're looking for like an ally you know suddenly being like oh i'm actually betraying you this whole time ultimates 2 has oh, that yeah. big reveal. Ultimates uh, 2 is dude. awesome, dude. <laughs> I, yeah. There's well, a I lot too. wrong with it, but I mean, it's not Ultimates 3, which is... It's, it's not Ultimate. That's the thing. The two Mark Millar ones, they're not Ultimates 3. I'll tell you that much. But, <laughs> but Black Widow's reveal in that is yeah. fantastic. Yeah, that's a great... Especially yeah. That entire run of Ultimates 2, because yeah. there's a couple of different traders that you think it is the whole time. So mm-hmm. good. Yeah, that's, that that's is where really they cool. should have revealed that it was John Walker. Yes. Anyway. Yes. Uh, but yeah, so there's some options. Uh, next email comes from Jacob Goodhart. Jacob he writes, "Hey, what's up, Jacob? Dear Geek Slaying Podcast, once again, Malcolm, you are 100% right. MCU Thank Spidey you. is a mixed bag in his own movies for me. Thank I didn't you. like the first two Spider-Man MCU movies for a couple of reasons, and I wasn't looking forward to No Way Home considering they were adapting the story that first made me quit reading Spider-Man one more day, which I know you like it, but the new run made me do it again for the same reason of breaking up Pete and MJ after after Nick Spencer worked so hard towards it, only for editorial to kick him off the book after making him change a lot of it. Bruh, you want to address bruh, that first or you want me to finish bruh, the email? Bro, real quick, 
Hop into the current Amazing Spider-Man it's book. So it's good. fucking incredible. It's so good. So good. It is so good. If you like Spider-Man, like every person who likes Spider-Man should be reading this series. I'm sorry. I thought that Nick Spencer's run was kind of trash. I think that there's a couple of really good ideas there, but I thought ultimately it was really boring and just played very hard on the let's just do what everyone likes. And I, I don't like that. Yeah, I, that's I think fair. That's, I liked it all the way up yeah. to the hunted storyline with Craven. Uh, so the first that, like, three volumes. <laughs> yeah. So after that, I kind of fell off it. But I will say this one is really, I know resetting Pete and MJ after they just got back together again, it sucks, but it is part of the underlying mystery. It's yeah. Not I kind of like that being them a part up of for the splitting them up sake. No, there's, there's a, a story reason there. And yeah. I like that. That's cool. Uh, he writes, I did like the last movie of the trilogy, though, and I'm glad that Spidey finally feels like Spidey in the movies. Speaking of the wall crawler, this series was super fun to explore. Pete and Miles teaming up doesn't really happen that much, unfortunately, and I wish it did. In fact, when they brought Miles into the main Marvel Universe and retconned his origin, or didn't, depending on who writes the book, so true, mm-hmm. I would have loved to have an ongoing Spider-Men series that shows this new history of Pete mentoring Miles. My- Miles teaching yes. him how to make web fluid, making his own costume, etc. And while yes. I don't have a concussion, uh-huh. thankfully, I do have the commission of Mark and Deku to share. He was t- telling us about. Oh the yes, he, had. Uh, yeah. uh, he said yeah. it was done by yeah. Wayward Cross Studio, and I inked, colored it myself digitally. Oh, I like to yeah. think these Ooh. two would be best friends. Happy Halloween, Jacob Goodhart. I'm going to share the screen for us. Thanks, you won't Jacob. be able to see it, listener. But must be really good. Yeah, this looks really oh, cool. Oh, look at that. Awesome. Yeah. Yeah, it would invincible oh, back to back. Yeah. Dope as hell. Fantastic. Dope as hell. Me. And he colored this that, himself. Dude, seriously, colored. great coloring. Yeah. Great colors. Like great color. Really, really dig that. That looks great. Wow. Yeah. That's good really good stuff, my friend. Good stuff. Hell yeah. uh, we have an email from the real deal, Brian Real. Brian. Uh, Brian he, Real. He writes, Hello, Eric, Jacob, and Malcolm. I have to say, Eric was correct that my last email was meant for the main show. I'm sorry, I don't read things anymore. Uh, but I'm very happy to have had it read and have all of you give your thoughts to my obscure question. I wanted to make it up to you this week with a more dedicated letter specifically about this week's chapter, Spider-Man. Please give your own pitch for your own version of Spider-Man in which a main universe hero meets an extra-dimensional counterpart and they have some kind of adventure or toss-up. For me, my ideal crossover would be a little unconventional, and by that, I mean it would be Batman, Dick Grayson, interacting with Batman, Terry McGinnis. All I think is that I love both Batman and those iterations and think they could get into some crazy adventures, either with Dick somehow being flung to the cyberpunk future of Neo-Gotham or Terry shot back with somewhat of a knowledge of past events and how to navigate those intricacies while helping Dick solve an intense noir-inspired crime. Love tuning in each week and reading along with you three. Thanks for the fun and be well. Best, Brian. I'm just going to give you the one that came immediately to me and was the easiest that I thought. Spider-Women. And you have ultimate Jessica Drew meet 616 Jessica Drew. Yes, yes. Oh, and you yeah. have that conversation. Yes, yes. yes of the yes, fact yes, that yeah, ultimate yes. Jessica Drew isn't really Jessica Drew one to one. Like she doesn't have the same history or any of that and kind of dealing with identity and her kind of establishing, yes, I am Jessica Drew. I think it would be really, really cool. Um, and just we need more women focused books. So, and also a trans focused book. Just in general. Mm-hmm. So that's funny because the first one that I thought of was Ultimate Jessica Drew and Spider Gwen. 
Ooh, that would be Ooh, fun too. Hell yeah. That would be good. That'd be super good. Because uh, A, that would be fun. B, hey, that's a relationship. I can rock that. I can You're fuck wrong. with that. You're not I wrong. I can fuck with that right there. That You're sounds awesome. That would so, be dope as hell. And to be three, a lot of interesting baggage there for both of them. Oh boy, would it. <laughs> and I think that'd be a lot of fun. Yeah. And that gives you something to do with Spider-Gwen because I feel like they kind of don't really have anything to do with her. Uh, <laughs> and it, you know, brings Ultimate Jessica back, who I love and miss dearly. We miss her every day that we don't see her. I miss her oh, so yeah. much. Uh, Jacob, do you have one? Uh, is, is it Spider-Man related? No, I think it doesn't have, have to be Spider-Man related. Those are just the ones that okay. we thought of. Uh, yeah. Uh, I still love the idea of invisible means like completely different. But I, uh, uh, you know, what would be kind of interesting for me is uh, maybe like 616 Eddie Brock meeting this ultimate Gwen Stacy with she becomes carnage like how interesting would it be if these two like somehow found each other in in one predicament and interesting sort of anti-hero anti work together and like that on some sort of like predicament that could be very interesting too yeah yeah yeah. just just i i don't know why i was thinking of just like what what if the villains like got together you know do uh do ultimate jessica drew and uh mayday Oh, uh, that'd be pretty cool. That'd be dope as hell. That'd be pretty cool. That'd be cool as hell. Okay. That'd be really, really yeah. cool. That would be really cool. Yeah. Um, I was, I fuck yeah. That. So yeah. Uh, how Brian, about how about Spider Man ninety nine meeting Miles Morales? Oh wait, that's probably gonna happen. Yeah. No, 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 wait, 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 wait. How about <laughs> Spider Man twenty ninety nine meeting Superior? But Sp- wait, no, they did that in the comic. Um, they did, did that. Uh, yeah. Shit. Uh, yeah. What about Spider Man twenty ninety nine meeting uh, Spider Man from Spider Man Unlimited? You mean the exact same character? Oh, yeah. He's not really in the future. He's like, well, okay. He's on Counter he's Earth. Which is a future yeah, Earth, Earth, sort of. All right, we got two more emails. Uh, so first we have uh, Adam Stringfellow. Good brother, Adam. Adam. Ah, Stringfellow. Uh, he writes, hey, team. Hope y'all are doing well and hope you're having a good week so far. Slight update for me. I think I'm going to take a mini break from graduate classes till after the holiday break. Between working 12 to 14 hour shifts at work and taking care of both a dog and a cat on my own, I'm burning the candle at both ends and need a break. Also, I've made the decision to get out of active duty next year and move back home to Northern Virginia to be closer to family. So I need to start looking at applying to jobs in D.C. First off, Adam, congrats. Congrats, dude. Yeah. Congrats. Uh, also, I saw your dog on Instagram, bro. Super cute. Hell yeah. Super uh, cute. I'm, I'm happy you're, you're putting a uh, focus on your mental and emotional health. It means, yeah. Hell yeah. It means all the mental health is important. So make sure you do that. It's very Adam, cool. congratulations. That's a big step and congratulations. Uh, yeah. Keep us updated, man. For sure. Uh, he writes for my question this week. I wanted to ask you all this. How do you think an interaction between Bruce Wayne and Jace Fox would go if they were to meet up? I know they met up briefly in Future State, but what do you think? What would? What do you think an interaction between the two of them would go in Canon DC? 
Personally, I like that Jace didn't ask Bruce for permission to be Batman, and I kind of like the idea that they're both Batman but on different fronts. I like the idea that Bruce's Batman is more concerned with Justice League-level threats and saving Gotham from the brink of chaos, while Jace's Batman is more focused on street crime and corruption within New York City. I also Mm -hmm. like to think that Bruce is an all-on is all on board for Jace to be Batman since I think Bruce believes that a black man who's out there as Batman can impact more change and hope than Bruce himself can as a white billionaire. Would love to hear y'all's thoughts and opinions on this and I look forward to hearing from y'all soon. All the best and much more, Adam. Adam, I am going to take your email and also twist it into the previous email that we had from uh, Brian. I want a world's finest book where Jace meets up with Calvin Ellis. The two of them interacting. And Jace comes to this planet where he's like, what the fuck? Oh my god, that would be I think be that awesome. would be incredible. Or similarly, you have Terry go back and him run into Jace. Fuck, that'd be cool. Ooh. That that'd would be, be cool. dope as hell. Be they both be like, we're black Batman. <laughs> and then Terry pulls off his mask and Jace is like, oh man. He's like, oh, damn it. Damn it. <laughs> he's like, no, 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 it's cool. I'm half Asian. I'm half Asian. <laughs> exactly. We're like, all right, well. I guess. <laughs> All right. right. Uh, I I would love to see Bruce and Jace actually. I would love to see Bruce acknowledge Jace's existence just once. Yes. He's earned it by now. I would like to see uh, most of the DCU acknowledge Jace's existence, actually. Correct. Um, I'm still waiting for that Trinity book of John, Jace, and uh, And Yada. And Yada. I know. know. Uh, I want it so bad. Um, I. Here's the thing. Where has he been in Dark Crisis? Where is he? Uh, We're going to find out the one. I think it's the next issue of I Am Batman. Is it Dark Crisis tie-in? Okay, cool. We're going to find out. Um, Here's the thing. I think it depends on who's writing Bruce. Yes. 100%. Uh, Which is a very unfortunate thing. Now, I think the character of Bruce Wayne as Batman should not have a problem with Jace being Batman. Because Bruce made Batman Inc., Going around the world, yeah, being like, dude, and it just came hat. back too. So mm-hmm. he shouldn't have a problem with it. Um, I I love Jace Fox's Batman so much because it's what I want Batman to be, which is just street level stuff. Yeah, I prefer yeah. Batman to be street level. I I think that I think that I am Batman book is super fun. It's a great time. The okay. only thing, make his costume a little bit different. Fair. Fair. Tweak it, tweak it, and give him back the face mask. I loved him having. I the love face that mask. face mask too. You're right. I love that, and I like the idea, like the in-universe idea of like why to take the face mask off. You know, it's important that people see that a black man is doing this, but give him back that face mask, and maybe put him in what like Bruce was wearing in Future State, the like dark detective look, like the sleeveless. Okay. Or not sleeveless, but like the short sleeve, uh, you know, shirt and like all that. Like, put him in that. So that way okay. people can still see there's a brother out there. Uh, That's fair. But yeah. And also move Duke over to that book. Give Duke something. Fuck, fuck yeah, it's do. the easiest thing. It's the easiest thing is to make Duke Jace's Nightwing. Yeah. 100%. It's uh, the easiest 100%. goddamn choice. And I don't know why DC is fucking sleeping on it. And it makes me really goddamn angry. Because they've got Duke in Story Jail. <laughs> He can't go anywhere. He can't do anything. It's fucking stupid. Ugh, so annoying. Uh, Jacob, any thoughts on Jason Bruce? Okay. Okay, thanks, Jacob. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Uh, Jacob's internet is not, not cooperating right now. So. Yeah. 
But uh, at the same time, it's Jason Bruce. It, it's J- it's Jason and Bruce. There's a thought. All right. Fair enough. Uh, <laughs> I miscounted. We have two more, so let's dive into this first uh, from Marcel Hines. Marcel writes, hey, crew, hope your week went well. I didn't realize until I listened to the show last week that the email was sent under my pen name instead of my real one. Oopsie doodle. Sorry for the confusion. Hopefully this will clear things up going forward. Last week, you guys gave a hot take of the week. I don't know if that was real or you were just doing another podcast within a podcast, which are all great, by the way. Below the belt is a personal favorite. But for the sake of fun. Hell yeah. I favorite. But for the sake of fun, I thought I'd throw one out there and get your thoughts on it. Here goes. Cassandra Kane should be the next Batman. Out of the entire Bat family, excluding Damien, she's the only one who willingly wants the mantle. At least she did pre-New 52. Mm-hmm. Though it has been hinted a few times since then that she still has the desire. Dick has done it. Jason did it. And Tim did it. In my opinion, Cassandra has the drive and is arguably one of the staunchest believers in the symbol of the Bat and the ideas behind it. Her unique form of trauma and circumstances could also make her a more empathetic Batman than Bruce and possibly even Dick, which could lead to a lot of interesting situations when she's out saving the city and interacting with the populace. It's 2022. No one ever said that Batman has to be a man anymore. Hello, New 52 Earth 2 Helena Wayne. Plus, with DC's ever-shifting timescale and multiple realities, it would be interesting to see an older Cassandra, possibly looking more like her mother, Lady Shiva, training Terry McGinnis to be Batman Beyond. Can't wait until the next episode. All the best, Marcel. That Terry McGinnis would not have nearly the amount of sass that he does in his original appearances if Cassandra Kane was kicking the shit out of him every night. Yeah, no, he'd be a good boy. <laughs> There's no uh, way. He'd yeah, be shit. an obedient boy. That is sure. a great idea. It's yeah. it's not an uncommon idea. It's not the first time I've heard it, and it's it's a better idea every single time I hear it. That's like, a great idea. I've wonderful. I've never thought that. I I always thought that the next person to be Batman should be Tim. I think that he makes the most sense. Yeah. And I always wanted Cass to be like his Nightwing. That would be interesting to be like uh, his his commander. Yeah. yeah. You but know. I, but there have been so many scenes. Perfect That's example. Speaking good. of Tim. Uh, Detective Comics, the Tynan Rebirth run. Hell yeah. That moment where she tears the bat symbol off of Batwoman's chest for reasons, no spoilers. The symbol is more important to her. Yes. The symbol of the bat is more important to her than to anyone else in the entire bat family. Great moment. And it's had a really great handle on Cass. God, he I miss him. That that detective book was. I miss him writing that detective book so bad. They should have just let him have a title, just call it Gotham Knights. So I mentioned this in Wednesday's episode, but I'm going to reiterate it here. When that book was coming out, I called them the Gotham Knights as a hell yeah, hell yeah. And I'm not saying that I'm taking you know ownership of the fact that this new game is called Gotham Knights or that they gypped me because I had been talking about it on the podcast and the game very specifically is pulling from the rebirth era of everybody. Yes, it is. But I'm going to claim it. Uh, to, to be fair, there is mention in the book that Tim designed, when he designed the Belfry, he designed a table to be like the Knights at a round table and that they were going to be the Gotham Knights. That is, that is actually in the book. I'm still going to take ownership of it and I'm going to claim it for me. A lonely place of living. One of the best Batman stories. <laughs> so of the good. I, I, I just read it like on last it the podcast. Week. It's so good. It, you did. It's a great episode. Uh, thank you. But yeah, um, I think that's a great hot take. I am all, 
all yeah. in on it. Mm. Super in on it. That's uh, a great hot Do take. we have any just rapid fire, any hot takes of the week? Uh, I think I gave mine with, uh, with, with the Jason Duke stuff. Yep. Love that. Fucking do something with Duke Thomas, you cowards. Uh, Jacob, any hot takes of the week? Um, yes. Uh, I want my Howard the Duck back right now, and I want him with She-Hulk, and I want him doing all the business that needs to be do- done with Moda. That's what needs to be happening. <laughs> yes. Yes. That what? is who he should be. He should be going after Modoc right now. Like that's Wah! that's what Modoc. That's exactly what he's doing. <laughs> you can hear the Seth Green voice in my head. Uh, so my hot take of the week, uh, and specifically because the trailer just came out, uh, I think uh, Kang should kill Ant Man in Ant Man Three. Yo, um, for real? I, I, think I hope kill him. that it just comes down to fisticuffs and Jonathan Majors just beats the just shit. Beats the of- shit out of him. He's like, mm-hmm. I'm in Creed Three. Yes. I'm going to break you in half. Oh, <laughs> the Creed Three trailer is my new favorite thing to masturbate. Dope as hell. It's fucking wonderful. What? Huh? <laughs> uh, our last email <laughs> comes from our good brother Alberto Baroncelli. Who writes, dear amazing trio, you're across the pond, Super Mario stunt devil is back. <laughs> Alberto, I love that you're committing to the bit. It Alberto, really, we appreciate you, bro. It, it makes our week every time. Um, he writes, it is always a pleasure to listen to your answers. You are always kind, funny, and insightful. Thank you very much. And no, Jacob, you ain't scaring me. Consider yourself challenged to a Gabagool showdown as soon as I figure out what a Gabagool showdown is. A Gabagool down? Oh my God. Uh, it's a Gabba showdown. Gabba showdown. Gabba it, it, it's, showdown. Like, it's like that old uh, Shaolin showdown. Yes. It's cartoon, yeah. Except it's Gabagool exactly. showdown. It's Gabagool yeah. showdown. Uh, He writes, this week's question is specifically regarding Maz Morales. Do you think that the character will be able to grow like Peter did from 1962 to One More Day? After 10 years plus, he's not a middle schooler anymore, at least. I'd love to see Miles dealing with marriage and fatherhood in the next years. Thank you very much Uh, again. All right. He's given me a sentence to say in Italian. Here we go. E sempre un piacere scrivervi... E sono follemente innamorato di almeno uno di voi. I don't know what I said. I Amone Patriophili e Spiritus Santi. That's right. I've played Assassin's Creed too. <laughs> I've seen Boondock Saints. <laughs> Uh, Alberto, thank you so much for the, for the email. I honestly, at this point, if they're going to keep, you know, keep Peter at a solid, like, disaster 20 something why not why not let miles age because it'd be nice but they won't do that they won't do it they'll They'll never do it he's always going to be under 18 always which is unfortunate uh especially because the argument is always like well we gotta keep peter you know in his teens so that he doesn't alienate you know Mm -hmm. writers and listeners and stuff Mm -hmm. and i'm like you're fucking you're stupid you're stupid it's fucking stupid um i think it'd be cool though to actually you can almost give him the uh, wally west treatment watch him grow get a family still be a spider-man yeah i've always yeah i I keep thinking about that question that we were giving of like who in the mcu would be like the 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 kid 
uh, recruiter, the 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 sort of uh, recruitment oh, the, like starter and everything. Barton. Yeah, yeah, the, yeah. Uh, the way Clay yeah, Barton, Barton basically. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, I like my I like the idea of Miles becoming that because honestly, he grew up from if he just if they just let him grow up, he could essentially be the perfect person for that kind of character to be yeah. essentially just the the rounder up of all the other like Miss Marvels and and other other yeah. characters and heroes. You're not It'd wrong. Be nice. Uh, shame. Would be yeah. nice. But uh, never that's do. my hot take. Yes. <laughs> there Honestly, is there is hot take. one. Good hot take. Very good uh, hot take. Thank you everyone who wrote in this week. Again, if you want to be part of the book club mailbag, uh, email us geeksplained at gmail.com, put ultimate mailbag in the subject header and we will read it on the show. But that does it for this week. Next week, we are diving back into ultimate comic Spider-Man volume three issues 13 through 18. The synopsis goes like this with the nation at war miles morales decides to become a member of the ultimates and he will do absolutely anything it takes to earn that right i don't know what that means Ooh. but uh, we're gonna find out so next week is a tie into this thing that they did called divided we fall united we stand which was when oh, I, sam i love that over i <laughs> 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 gotta love ant-man uh someone has to Someone has to, uh, which is when uh, Sam Humphreys took over the Ultimates book uh, from Hickman. Ah, it was a big oh. like uh, civil war thing in the United States. It was a United States civil war kind of thing. Um, Hydra had taken over, and it was it was a whole mess, yada yada. But uh, it's a secret uh, empire. It, 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 in a way, it was it was more <laughs> like homegrown terrorism, secret empire. Because Hydra is basically okay. homegrown terrorist. Uh, Interesting. And they're being led by a certain Ugh. person, yada, yada. We might get a little bit of hints of that next week. But all that shit was super not good. Uh, <laughs> all right, good to know. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But that is what next week's issues are going to be tying into. Um, interesting. It's interesting. But we should be able <laughs> to read next week's issues without the context any further. Okay, and if there is right. any kind of uh, any kind of context, I'm sure Malcolm will be ready and waiting to give it to us with bells on. Yeah, I have a lot of time on my hands, so I might read them. <laughs> <laughs> so um, that is going to do for this week. Tune in for that volume three of Ultimate Comics Spider-Man issues 13 through 18 next week. Uh, be there or be square, not a circle. But... For now, for the Geek Explained Book Club, I've been Eric Azana. I've been the cooler Malcolm Russell Nelson, because I'm black. And I am the wider Jacob Brown. <laughs> oh. Oh, it's hard to hear that. Ah, yes. you... Mayonnaise is my favorite. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta love it. <laughs> and uh, we will... Extra ranch for me, please. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Let me do the outro. Fuck. <laughs> and we will... <laughs> and we will... See you next time. <laughs> well, uh, I, uh, we actually will definitely see you next time. That is uh, uh, for certain. My brother. <laughs> ah, yes. Gabagool Da Vinci Code. <laughs> Gabagool Da Vinci Code. <laughs> That's what I say. Wakanda forever. Yeah. Uh, Wakanda forever, my brothers. <laughs> Absolutely. You know, I would have voted for Obama for a third term if it was possible.
Do this. Don't worry. This is going to be fast. This is a fast read. But yeah, it is a I very just wa- quick read. I just watched uh, No Way Home and just realized this is. Uh, I thought I read the book. <laughs> <laughs> no, this is way better than No Way Home, bro. Yes, you're not yes. wrong. You're not wrong. Yeah, yeah this is way better. Wrong. This is a story. <laughs> yeah, yeah but, and not a collage of like, and not just fiction. a collection of fucking moments. Yeah, <laughs> off of that movie. Well, what is life but just a collection of moments? Don't you dare cloud atlas me. Fuck you. Fuck you. Don't you cloud atlas me. Don't you cloud atlas me. That's my movie. Don't you dare. <laughs>